Welcome to episode 54 of Parapod with your hostess with the mostest vaccinations that is. Oh, I wish. I wish. Fully vaxxed to the max own. Half vaxxed to the... Half vaxxed and relaxed. Mark. <laughs> half vaxxed. Still half vaxxed. Please, HSE. Mm. I rang them today. I was trying to bribe them down the phone. They said no. They said, get away from me. Get in line, bud. Get in line. Wait your Beach turn. Slub. I was like, what the fuck? You know, things will be open. Things will be fully open by the time <laughs> I get vaccinated. You know, everyone will have gone away and come back. People have emigrated, you know. It's mm. just like, I'm sitting here, twiddling my thumbs, living like a peasant. Cast out into the rain and the fog and the fucking, the hail. The hail, man. The hail. That's what's coming. That's the thing, the snow. The snow. Yeah, it's and it's be- getting dark as well. It's, it's like- getting dark, man. Yeah. It's 8 I o'clock like that. right now and it's starting to get dark. I like that. I love the darkness. Oh, I, I love, love the it. cold as well. I love the cold. I can't wait for it to be like the two of us cold. are. The two of us run far too hot to exist in... Yeah, yeah. In a po- in a uh, global warming Ireland. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I have to f- move further north as uh, as time goes on. You know, straight up to Donegal, mm. Guido, how are you getting on? <laughs> but uh, as it is now, it's just it's grand now, though. You know, it's nice and cold. I was wearing a, I was wearing a t shirt there to work mm. the other day, and I was like, this is it's way too cold to wearing a t shirt. But yeah. I was like, that's a good thing. That's a that's a that's good. Blessed. Time. I was like, I was sitting there shivering on a on a bench across from where I work. I was like, this is a great feeling. <laughs> I, this I is, miss this. Is amazing. This. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I miss this so much. No, yeah. yeah. I would say, all right, so just on the climate crisis thing, you know the way that, like, they say that, like, New Zealand is, like, going to be the, is, like, the number one safest place? Yeah, yeah. Do you know where number two is? Here? Here. Is it? Yeah, so we're in second best, so, you know, as always. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, we get loads of, like, new inlets and stuff. Mm. Was I telling you I saw, like, one of those, you know, those, like, uh, predictions? Like those uh, maps that show like the sea levels advancing mm-hmm. in like fifty years, or whatever. Yeah. Because the sea levels can only advance about seventy meters because there's not there's only so much water on the planet. You yeah. Know? <laughs> Which I didn't even know that's a thing. You know. Yeah. There's, yeah, there, there's only yeah, so much water. There's only <laughs> so much water. <laughs> so if everything melted. <laughs> it'd still be like it'd be plus seventy meters, and I was watching one of those like time lapse videos on YouTube showing like the the coastline sort of deteriorating in Europe, and uh, Ireland we get fucked up, <clears throat> but we sort of turn into more of like a. Uh, Looks like Indonesia or something, you know. It's just loads of archipelagos and stuff. And uh, that'll be fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You have like houseboats and stuff like that. And the the what you call it, the Shannon expands like hugely. It's like a massive river going up the Amazon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it turns <laughs> into jungle. Yeah, and there's a massive river going up to like Cavan. Uh, but like that's that's pretty much it. Like Dublin does get a bit of like uh, like most of the coast is kind of gone for like a few kilometers in, but there's mountains and stuff over hmm. in the west. And then we can just retreat into the mountains. We're we're pretty much okay. We'll be mountain people. Yeah, we'll be grand. Whereas the Brits <laughs> get fucked up because they have that whole thing. Uh, East Anglia, I think it is. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gone in like ten years. That's mad. That's underwater, yeah. you know, because it used to be Doggerland. Remember that? No. Back in the day, ten thousand years ago, it used to be a land bridge between the Netherlands and uh, and Britain and Ireland. I think <clears throat> it was called Doggerland. <laughs> <laughs> Doggerville and uh, downtown Doggers. Yeah, it's not even that that but that deep. Like the sea there is very shallow. But it's like uh, like East Anglia, that area was only recently rec- reclaimed like 500 years ago. Up until then, it was still, it was part of Doggerland. It was underwater. And it's going to go back there soon. The Brits are going to be fucked. 
That's so, I never know, I didn't know that they reclaimed. I know that the Netherlands had done that. Learned that in geography. Yeah, the dikes and stuff and the polders. Polders. That's yeah, 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 yeah. Is that, I'm pretty sure Amsterdam is a polder. Might have that wrong though. That's what we should do. I definitely have that wrong. Amsterdam's been around way longer than that polder does. Mm, yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, you see, uh, see there today we we passed uh, five million in population for the first time since eighteen fifty four. Get in there, lads! <laughs> it's our time. Finally, yeah, <laughs> we're just about catching up to the famine, like. But uh, I saw some comparison that like the Netherlands and Ireland. Oh, we had a bigger population, I think, than the Netherlands back then, and now the Netherlands has like eighteen million people, even though it's half the size of this country. You know, it's dense. we could have had 30, 40 million people if we hadn't got fucked, absolutely destroyed by the Brits in the 19th century. But, mm. you know, you live and learn. That's not going to happen again. We're talking about a climate crisis. What might happen again? Yeah, well, we'll, we'll be holding all the cards, mm. you know. It's like, oh, send them back, you know, <laughs> sinking their boats in the RSC. Yeah, it's like <laughs> looking around at Britain. It's like, ah, oh, the tables have turned. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's what we've been waiting for. Yeah, that's that's it's a sign of what's gonna happen. So I saw this other video that was like, um, you know, if we actually turn into like renewable energy, cities just look far fucking better, just green everywhere. Yeah, that's the, you need more parks. Mm. You know? Parks, but like buildings with like ivy and like like rooftop gardens, yeah, gardens and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, like fucking what's it called, hydroponics and stuff yeah. like that. You know, looks great. And then it's just like all renewable energy. Mm, and it's all free. Yeah, it better be free. Otherwise, fuck that. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah. The only reason, the, the, if it's not for you, there's no fucking point. <laughs> there's literally no point, you know. You're just feeding back into it. Mm. What was that thing that I, during, I remember this thing during the, during the president, like the American presidential election, where it was like, they basically admitted that you could just turn half of some state into green energy and like it's like not a very populated like uh, Utah or Nevada or something. Yeah, it was something. I think it might have been Nevada, mm. and you just stick up fucking solar energy there, and they get because they get. I think it must have been Nevada, and it was like solar panels, and the entire country could get green energy. Yeah, and they're just like, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> yeah, like that's that's crazy. It's we crazy have, to, we have to go invade some random country <laughs> across the other side of the world. Yeah, it's just it's also common sense, you know. Mm. Two hundred years from now, they'd be like, what were they doing? You know, they'd be the, like, they're it's like, so obvious, fucking idiots. It was so obvious, mm-hmm. but so we're like. That doesn't. That's that hasn't been done before. That's too much work. Yeah, it hasn't been done. Then it can't be done. Mm. Yeah, it's a fact. It's a fact. That's just a fact. It can't be done until it is done. Mm-hmm. That's what we're gonna do. <laughs> that's the slogan. <laughs> it can't be done until it's done. Yeah, that is. That's a great slogan. Yeah. yeah. I was actually. I got my eyes tested on Friday. Okay. Because um, my glasses are falling apart, and my spare ones are too too tight for my head. So I was like, oh fuck it, I'll get my eyes tested as well. Because it's been like three years, I think, since I last got my eyes tested. <clears throat> and one thing I noticed is when the world's gotten worse. <laughs> the world's gotten worse. But when <laughs> you're put, things are. when you're putting on your glasses, like to try on new glasses, how the fuck am I meant to know what it looks like on my face if I need glasses to fucking see? Yeah, yeah. Like I was putting on glasses and I was looking in the mirror. I was like, I literally have no idea what this looks <laughs> like. <laughs> you just like switch, just like a fucking blurry image mm. of yourself. Yeah, I, I have my, my like because like inspect savers as well, like you can't have a second person in, in with you so my mm. mom was just like outside because she gave me a lift and I was like looking at her I was like are these good and I couldn't even talk to her because yeah. I was like like handing gestures like is this good and she was yeah. like no that's only alright 
eventually someone came up to me like one of the workers and she was helping me but again like I was then getting swept up with the oh geez, I don't know if this looks good to me because yeah, I can't tell and she's yeah. like oh no it looks fine I was like your taste is not my taste yeah well they're always going to say oh that looks fine because people say that to them yeah. every day oh does this look good you can't say that looks shite <laughs> but I, I made it clear I was like here I, I can't have glasses that are round because my head is too square and will only like make that more obvious yeah. and I can't have um like thick thick glasses because it just looks fucking awful on me <laughs> and then she was like oh try these on I was like these are thick and she was like yeah just try them on and I put them on and she was like okay I can see what you mean yeah yeah <laughs> that's the thing it's like it's like a it's magic you know mm. glasses don't make any sense I don't understand how that works you know <laughs> like what's what's the crack like how does it look good what doesn't look good but you can just tell you can just tell it's a, it's a vibe yeah it's, it's literally a vibe it's an aesthetic thing as well just like it, this is like making like this what do you say like uh accentuating accentuate yeah <laughs> accentuating all the wrong features <laughs> yeah 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 no yeah last time I, I was getting glasses i was like i was on my own spec savers and i was picking out two and they're really expensive ones as well because mm. I, was, I was like i'm gonna use these for like for ages i still have them they work very well mm. but like it, I, I was in that shop for like 90 minutes two hours oh just, yeah just not even talking to anyone just walking back and forth and going yeah yeah no, 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 no. Oh, wait, what about this one? But then, like, at the end, I didn't even find the ones that I actually got until, like, 20 minutes before I left. Yeah. I was like, these, I'll just take these. And the words, because of COVID as well, like, they give you a tray, and they're like, oh, w- once you pick up a pair of glasses, put them in the tray. Mm. That makes it worse, because I could see how many of your glasses... The tray was fucking full by the time oh, I was yeah, finished, like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you keep counting. Yeah. yeah, that's horrible. I was like, oh, this is so fucking embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> what do they even do with that, like? They must spray them and just give them a quick wipe and stick them back up. Yeah, maybe. Well, you, can't even, you couldn't get COVID off glasses, could you? Man, if you're getting COVID off glasses, you're an unfortunate fuck, like... Yeah, <laughs> it's over for you, like... <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't be in the shop. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> Who the fuck is getting... COVID off glasses yeah. who, the, who the fuck is getting COVID off anything that isn't like being close contact and stuff like that like realistic yeah like actually yeah. is it an airborne disease like what the fuck yeah yeah imagine say, oh yeah I got COVID oh what happened oh, I went to Specsavers there yeah. the other day just putting on glasses like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. some filthy bastard with his yeah, COVID yeah. greased eyes <laughs> <laughs> it's the eyes that grease yeah. on the <laughs> greasy eyes yeah uh, uh, the, the, the struggle, the struggle, the struggle of, of is the uh, optically impaired. What you been watching this week? I watched Mega Mind. Mega Mind. Mega Mind. I've never seen Mega Mind. Mm. I've heard great things about it. This is from twenty, like eleven or something, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's quite long ago now, and it has like an all-star cast. Mm. It has everybody, you know. It has Will Ferrell. It has Brad Pitt. It has Jonah Hill, and it has uh, David Cross. Uh, oh yeah 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 he's in it he's great he's so funny yeah, we watched it back to back with Arrested Development I was like oh yes David Cross is great yeah yeah and then I don't know who the girl is but it's like star studded cast mm-hmm. that's a great film it's a great it film it's a great film you like it yeah I loved it Mega Man mm. yeah I think it's like very underrated film yeah yeah it's it's, uh, it's better than you'd expect anyway because yeah. you know, there's so many of those kinds of things it's I thought it'd be just like a monsters versus aliens kind of yeah I think that's because it kind of looks like that's what's going to be but it's actually it's um to critique it's a it's a it's a subversion of yeah yeah the superhero genre and a good one at that as well yeah flips it on the head yeah, yeah. like the the hero the hero isn't the hero and he like he doesn't even because the hero dies in the first ten minutes I love the way that they introduce um 
Metro Man is that his name? Metro Man, yeah, yeah. Like he's literally juggling babies and like he's, uh, I think yeah. he's like talking to people and he's like walking on water. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he literally does that. Yeah, yeah, and he's like the per, he's clearly the hero. He's like, I'm just like all you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's Brad Pitt. Yeah, you're like, you're like this is this guy is going to be this is the setup for the film, but then he dies, mm. and you're like, what the fuck? That's a it's a really great setup, you know. That's a perfect pitch. Yeah, and um, but the entire time you're thinking. He's gonna come back. It's Brad Pitt. Yeah, then I know why he's stabbing him. Yeah, they've already spent ten minutes setting him up. Like he's gonna come back, and he does come back. He comes back at the end, but like, he, he's not like he doesn't save anything. He's just back. He's just like yeah. he's just a fraud. He's yeah, like he's living just... in the mountains and stuff like that. It's very good. It's very good. Yeah, kind of like uh, the Incredibles. Oh yeah, the way the it is a bit like the Incredibles. Yeah, um, with the kid, the fat kid, it becomes like the uh, yeah the, the hero. The, it's like syndrome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Or he, yeah, and he's just like he's super evil as well. Yeah, he's yeah. just basically a fucking incel. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. He's not creepy. He's at the just start. A, he's a, he's a nice guy. <laughs> yeah, he's a real nice guy, and he's so creepy about it. What was that? There's a bit where he's just like, um, where he's like trying to pick up Veronica, or the fuck her name is, and he's just like, I can't remember what it is. And he's like, Oh, don't worry, we can just stay in my van all night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's greasy little slime ball. Like, like, oh, get away from me. Yeah, I thought he'd be good, but it turns out he's really, really bad. Mm. Have you not seen Megamind before? I've never seen this before. No, oh, I never. I'd never seen this. Yeah. This is my first time seeing it, so I was forced to watch it, mm. and I, I enjoyed it. Mm. I had a great time. Laugh. Uh, well, actually, to be fair, I actually fell asleep the first time I, I watched it, but like, I was really tired. So, uh, <laughs> but like, I, I, I like, I fell asleep pretty much as soon as it went on. I was like fading in and out of consciousness, and I was like, I'm going to bed. <laughs> but then, like, I proper like sat down and watched it. It was, it was, it was good. It's a good ride. Loads mm. of laughs. You know, got a nice little subversion. Great for the whole family. You know, yeah. Will, Will Ferrell as well. You can tell he's like. He's like kind of improving as well. He's a great voice actor as well. The yeah. guy's just so versatile. And he's actually trying as well in this film. Yeah, On yeah, like a yeah. lot of Will Ferrell movies. A lot of the recent stuff, yeah. Fucking, was it Holmes and Watson and like... Get Hard. Get Hard, yeah. Semi-Pro and all this shit. Go back to your roots, Will. Yeah, just be a voice actor. He's a good voice actor. Mm, yeah, yeah. Genuinely he's, is. He's just great at everything. Like. Um, I, re- I like the, the whole thing as well, but like nature versus nurture and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, like the the choice. Yeah, you know, you choose who you want to be. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Yeah, it's like the Iron Giant. Yeah, literally. Yeah. I am not a weapon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and now that's one off the bucket list. Um, I remember you were saying I should watch March. Wasn't no, not March of the Penguins. The Penguins of Madagascar. That's another, yeah. that's another one I want to watch. Penguins of Madagascar <laughs> is like is a very weird movie. Yeah, yeah, that's on my list on Netflix or one of those. Do it, it was anyway. Do it. It's a. I was like, I have to watch this. It's a, it's a it's a weird time. It's a very enjoyable, good, fun time. It's another all star cast as well, isn't it? I remember yeah, when it, it came is. out. Benedict Cumberbatch is in it. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Good, like you know the way that Benedict Cumberbatch did that thing that like penguin documentary where he kept going like penguin or whatever oh he penguin yeah yeah he yeah. does that because he voices one of the characters and he does that throughout the entire film yeah <laughs> yeah yeah uh, yeah i have to watch that now Werner herzog in the start of the film as well is he yeah he's just like see penguins yeah. life is most beautiful that's gas or that that clip or no i suppose it's like mainly like you know the, the clip of like the nihilist penguin walking mm-hmm. off into like oblivion <laughs> like that's like but that's like referencing all these like random random bits of media that you wouldn't expect what even is the documentary that's from? Like he did a documentary I have on no penguins. No fucking idea. But yeah, that's but that is gold. Like, like Herzog has done so many documentaries; it's ridiculous. Yeah, like, that's actually like realistically what he's most known for is his documentaries, because most people wouldn't really, really know like Fitzcarraldo and like Aguirre and stuff. Aguirre and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I haven't really. I don't think I've seen his documentaries except for Grizzly Man. 
I've I started watching one that was on Netflix. It was called like Into the Inferno. I think it was called. Yeah, you're. I think you're saying. Um, I only watched like the first five minutes. I was like, oh, knock <laughs> this off. <laughs> too intense. <laughs> no, nah, it's not even too. It's just boring. Like, yeah, yeah. it's about a volcano. Like, what <laughs> is that one? Uh, cave, cave of the Forgotten, which is meant to be amazing. Cave of the Forgotten. It's like he's always on. You know, Cave of the Forgotten. Yeah. Into the Inferno. It's like he's got <laughs> they're one, all so serious. He's got one on like Syria or Iraq or something as well. Does he? That would be amazing. Like Werner Herzog is like a, a could, war correspondent. It like. might be the Falkland Islands. It might be that war. I just I can't remember the, the Falklands. The, the really? Falklands. Yeah, that that'd be amazing. He does have something. He has one. I started. Like, that was another one that I started watching. Yeah. But uh, it was during work, and I was like, oh, I actually want to pay attention to this. I've just yeah. completely forgotten what the what the film is though. Yeah. But he does have one. That's gas. That's a, that's an amazing setup, though. Yeah, send oh him into God. Syria or fucking Afghanistan. Or yeah, whatever. have that him. Would, just give him a camera. Just give him <laughs> a camera and just be like, here, just record the Taliban there. <laughs> the Taliban are ignoring the white elephant in the room. <laughs> the people here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we well, yeah, such a weirdo. Where would you rank uh, Mega Mind in the DreamWorks canon? The DreamWorks canon uh, has to be. Uh, Above Monsters vs. Aliens, obviously. That's a very low bar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that was like a two-star film. Where would you rate it as opposed to the Shrek movies? Ah, it's way below Shrek, I'd say. Oh, yeah, but... Okay. Well, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. I'd say... I'd say it's uh, below Sh- Shrek 1, but just a little bit. Mm. And then above the others. Yeah, fair. All the other shy ones. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Not better than Shrek 2, obviously. Yeah, like, that's yeah. A, oh, yeah, Shrek 2. That goes without saying. That's, that goes without, that's a whole different category onto itself. That's like. literally number one. <laughs> yeah, like of everything. Of everything, yeah. Not yeah. even DreamWorks, <laughs> of everything. <laughs> the king. DreamWorks are a fucking weird company. Like, they did Despicable Me three times and then did Minions. Minions, my God. Fuck that. Is and Minions coming back? I feel like they can't come back. I feel like they are coming back, man. I think there's a second one or something, a second Minions, Minions movie coming too. out. But I feel like they've been memed to death, you know? It's like Shrek, they couldn't do, I don't think they can do Shrek again. But they are, though. They're but remaking it. Remake, yeah, but they're going to do like a different animation and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, they, they can't do it again. Yeah, if you're doing Minions, like, it has to be like wildly different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's not, you know, it's going to be the same fucking thing again. Same thing, yeah. Did they, they didn't do the Emoji movie, did they? They might have. Oh, that, might, that might have been Sony. Yeah, no, that was Sony, yeah. Mm, yeah, that feels like a Sony movie. Yeah, 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 the Emoji movie. The Angry Birds movie. Apparently, did you know, apparently the second one is apparently good. The second one? The second <laughs> Angry Birds movie is apparently pretty good. <laughs> they just decided to turn it off for the second yeah, one. Yeah, <laughs> it was like, oh, here, show them what we got. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Our muscles first one was like, yeah, just put it out there. It's, yeah. like, it's just a fucking app, whatever. Yeah, it's just a fucking Angry Birds. That's gas is that there's that little window in time. You know, like around 2010 or like 2009, all these like iPod Touch games, like we're getting like movie deals. And yeah, stuff like where's, that, where's my Doodle Jump movie? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and like you know, Rocket Jump and all that stuff. Or uh, I can't even remember what the right, or Flappy Bird movie. I, I remember Flappy Bird sold the rights to a movie. I remember that, but that, it's gone now. Why did that? Did that just get deleted because the guy was getting so much hate over it? Yeah, I think he was getting he was getting hunted by the Vietnamese secret police or something like that. What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure what happened. Well, like that was a, that was huge. Remember back in the day, I never actually played that when it was a thing. Man, people would fucking sell their iPhones and stuff like that with Flappy Bird on it. But you have like emulators online now. Yeah, you I can s- just download. You can get it easily if you want to get it. Yeah, I was playing that at work for a while back mm. for a bit. It's pretty fun, but fucking I- bollocks game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's scum. But yeah, it's, uh, it was a strange time to be alive. It really was the early 2010s. 
a weird weird time to be alive. Yeah. So what were you uh, watching yourself? Um, everything I watched was so uh, there's like no consistency across what I've watched. Um, Chaotic. I watched uh, the Dead Don't Die. Start with that one. Jim Jarmusch. Jim Jarmusch. Yes. Um, star studded cast once again. We got a. Uh, uh, Bill Murray, we got Tilda Swinton, we got um, Steve Adam. Buscemi, oh, yeah. Adam Driver. I left Adam Driver because I was like, I can't remember his first, his second name, oh, yeah. <laughs> so I left on Adam Driver. <laughs> um, and there's a few other heads in it. Yeah, um, yeah. Selena Gomez is also in it for a bit. Is she? Yeah, and a few other people are also in it. Actually, your man, is it your man? Your man that's in, uh, oh God, he's in loads of stuff. Oh, is it the guy from Lethal Weapon? That's the main question. But yeah, The Dead Don't Die. Um, It's a fucking weird movie. Mm, yeah, it's recent as well. Yeah. Last year, was it? 2019. 2019. Um, it's a really fucking weird movie. Like, this is... I've never seen... I've actually seen one Jim Jarmusch film like years ago, Broken Flowers, which also has uh, Bill and Marie in it. I can't remember that film at all, so I have nothing to say about it. <laughs> oh, Danny Glover, yeah, it is him. Um... Oh, Danny Glover, yeah. But, um, yeah, The Dead Don't Die. Um, okay, so, like, to talk about how fucking weird this movie is, like, I do have to spoil like a good bit out of it. Mm. This film is the most mixed bag I've ever fucking seen. <laughs> um, uh, I don't even remember. St- okay, so like the film starts, right? And it's just like, it's like a Jim Jarmusch movie. You know, it's like, mm, like focus. Jim Jarmusch doesn't really do narratives or stories. It's more about the characters. And the film very much starts off like that. But then Adam Driver and Bill Murray are driving in a car. They're two cops in this town. And uh, the song, The Dead Don't Die, by whoever the, f- whoever the fuck sings that song, is playing in the car. And Bill Murray goes like, oh, I, I recognize this song. Why is this song so familiar? And Adam Driver turns to him and goes, it's the theme song. Uh, it's his meta. But only Adam Driver, and it, like to the extent where later on Adam Driver tells him like, "Oh, have you not read the script?" And Bill Murray's like, "What are you talking about?" I was like, "Oh, did Jim not give you the script?" And he's like, "You only give him the script for my scenes." And Adam Driver's like, "Oh, well, I know what happens at the end of this. It's not good. Just to let you know." Oh, really? Yeah. And it's like, why? Why? But, yeah, why just him? <laughs> and I think I think I might have a vague understanding as to why, but. Anyway, this is a zombie movie, mm. and the zombies um, appear because of fracking, and the Earth's uh, axis has been tilted, so it's like the end of days, and zombies are like coming from the dead, or are rising up from the dead and stuff like that, and like literally someone goes to Adam Driver, and she's like, what are these things? And he's just like, they're, zomb- they're zombies created by fracking company that tilted the world's axis, and like, it's global warming, like that's, that's what caused these zombies, <laughs> and it's like, oh... Like that's like the theme. It's so on the nose. Is that how how it's explained? Literally, that's he just how says it. He says it. Like he he tells <laughs> you the meaning of the zombies. Yeah, yeah. As like this film is about global warming, and okay. no one's really doing anything about the zombies, and people are just getting overcome by the zombies, mm. and like that's that's the point. Okay. So with Adam Driver then knowing that it's a film and knowing the end, it's a it's. I feel like the idea is like. Like, if we don't do anything about the zombies or about the fracking, we're all going to die. Like, that's... We are Adam Driver. We are Adam we Driver. We know the ending. We know the ending. But we don't do anything about it. But we don't do anything about it. we can't. Or whatever. 
But then Tilda Swinton's also in this movie and she's a mortician and she has a samurai sword and she walks around like just decapitating zombies. And then she it's revealed that she's an alien and she's abdu- she's like brought up by a, an alien spaceship that brings her up and then flies away. Mm. And then Adam Driver's just like, oh, that wasn't in the script. Yeah. And it's like, what, what, what is the point? Like, I like, I, it's not. I don't really know what the film was going for. Um, it's short. It is. It's like 140 minutes. Is it? Sorry, no. It's an hour and 40 minutes. Sorry, an hour and 40 minutes. Oh, that's okay. Um, so like, mo- and most of the film is like this really like dry, super dry humor to it. Um, there's like this one bit where like these two people are after getting. This is before all the zombies have come in. Also, one of the zombies is Iggy Pop. Oh, yeah. I remember seeing that <laughs> yeah. in the trailer. Yeah, um, uh, Iggy Pop is after eating, like, two people or whatever. And they come in and they're like, oh, what was that? Was it a... Um, was it a... Uh, was it a, a wild animal? A few wild animals? And then, like, three people come in and see see them and come out and say the exact same thing each time. Mm. And it's like, ah, <laughs> the rules of three. It's funny. It's on the third time it's funny. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but... I don't know, like it's a, it's a, it's a really fucking weird movie. It's a really divisive film. I, like, if anyone wants to say like they love this movie, I'd be like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, it was very mixed reviews. Yeah, I saw because because of like that, like because mm. it's like like Adam Driver, like his character just knows he's in a movie. Yeah, and it's never really made clear why. Yeah, because I was I was gonna watch it, but for some reason I thought it was on movie. It's actually on Netflix. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I was like, I've seen that somewhere. I've seen like the fucking advertisement for it. But uh, Tom Waits is also in it as well. Tom Waits. Yeah, that's mad. What a cast. Yeah, it's a it's an insane cast. Yeah, because I was thinking that it would be like, you know, because I I sort of had this I sort of grouped in my mind with Only Lovers Left Alive, which mm-hmm. is, uh, which was it twenty seventeen or twenty sixteen? I was on the list for like. It was on like the top ten list, like all the top ten lists. It was like acclaimed by everybody. Mm-hmm. It's a Jim Jarmusch film, and it has like a lot of the same actors in it. But uh, I looked, I looked uh, Dead Don't Die up, and it was just like all the reviews were like it was literally I think it's fifty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, it's like divided down the middle. And I like, w- like when you watch it, because I was really enjoying it, but then the end really lost me. Like, not, like not in terms of like I didn't understand what was going on. In terms of, like I don't like really vibe with what it's got, what this film is doing. Why? Just like when just the meta aspect of it. Just it just gets really meta, and then like there's a bit where like Tom Waits is just like they were like Tom Waits is like talking about like the zombies, like there are already zombies on their phones and stuff like that. Yeah. And I say like, I don't know if you're being serious or not, like yeah. saying that. Um. Because the film is because the film has been so on the nose with everything else, I don't know if it's taken the piss with like being like, oh, they're all zombies for their phones, man. They were already they were dead before they even died because of the, yeah, because of modern life. That would that would be such like a a boomer take or whatever. It's a mad boomer take. Yeah. Like it's a hot steaming pile <laughs> of a boomer yeah, take. Yeah, like, yeah, that's a big curler. Like, um, but again, like I don't know how serious the film is being with that. I don't think it is being very serious. Mm. But also, like, it's not, it's not very funny. Like when you're saying it either. Like, I don't know what, I don't know what reaction you're trying to get out of me. Yeah, yeah, that's the problem with mm. a lot of these. Because obviously, he's a great artist, Jim Jarmusch. Mm. I don't think I've seen any of his films, but like, he's well respected. You've seen like a Dead Man, or that film was called. Oh yeah, Dead. Uh, what's it called? Yeah, Dead Man. Yeah. yeah. 
And that was good. Mm. Good film. Acid Western. You know, trippy. Pretty cool. Um, but you have to give them the benefit of a doubt. And, like, how far is it, like, you know, how far is it reading into it? Or, like, being too generous to the material that maybe doesn't deserve it yeah. in some cases. Because a, 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 <clears throat> a lot of, like, the artsy stuff, I always get that vibe. It's like, is this really mm-hmm. genius? Or is it, like, are we just, like, mapping it on to this person because they've done good stuff before? Yeah, that's the thing. But, like, I think that the the big part of me also thinks that, like, it is, like, it's a satirical boomer take. Because mm. it's, like, you know, Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead. Like, zombie movies beforehand have have had, like, meaning that you're meant to read into the film. Yeah, yeah. But this film is telling you, like, what it's about. Yeah. In the most unsubtle fucking way possible. Like, a character literally explaining, like, the, the message and, like, the themes or whatever of the film. It's, mm. it's it's but then to that point as well it's like what's the fucking point then avant-garde yeah it's, I don't know, it's like postmodern, i guess i don't know yeah i suppose it's like oh it's so ironic isn't it don't yeah. you don't you enjoy the irony <laughs> of this movie <laughs> enjoy it enjoy it mm. selena yeah. gomez is in it for all of 10 minutes before she gets eaten as well is she good yeah she's a few lines she's pretty good in it like <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know would you recommend it yeah 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 like if it's only an hour forty. See the thing is as well. Like, I think if you're, if you enjoy, the first like, hour or so of this film, like I don't know anyone. I don't know how. Like I feel like everyone would have the same reaction with the end of the film, but with the rest of the film, it's like it's kind of slow. It's got this weird like stilted humor to it. It's um, it's a strange vibe to it, and there's one that you have to like. You're either on board with or you're not. It's very unique. It's unique in that way. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. If you, you have can, to commit to it. You do have to commit to it, kind of. Mm. Although, I was, like, playing Mario Kart when I was watching it. With my <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then I then I tuned in properly, like, 30 minutes in. And I enjoyed it. Like, but I was listening to it, and I was enjoying what I was hearing and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I get you. Excuse me. One of those films. Yeah. A strange film. I've never seen any Jim Jarmusch films before this. We have to watch Only Lovers Left Alive. Mm. I think it's a vampire film. He, does he just do any type of film? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But he's one of those, he's like uh, like John Waters. Mm. Like his name is in your mind, even though you never, you've never you never seen his films. Yeah, you know, everyone knows his name. Yeah, and you know his look as well. Yeah, the white hair. Yeah, like he's a very like unique character. Very well known. Did he do Patterson as well? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's like a, just like a a slice of life kind of thing. I think that's more more palatable to people. Yeah, I don't know what it's about. But he's a, he's a big man anyway, and people love him. And, yeah, uh, well. yeah, only lovers left alive. That's on movie, and I was meaning to watch it. I was gonna watch it today, but I was like, it's two hours, and I have to really sit in and like commit, commit to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's the thing. Uh, that's paying the hope. <laughs> yeah, committing to a film. Yeah, <laughs> Films should be easy. Yeah, you should just blankly stare at the screen. Yeah, down by down by law is apparently very good. Just looking at the letterbox there. That down by what? Down by law. That also has Tom Waits in it. The Dead Don't Die is like his lowest rated film. It is pretty interesting. To watch, like, when you watch, like, you're going to get a reaction out of it anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, there's something to be said about that. I'm Bill Murray, you know. Irish hero this week. Yeah, did you see the photos of him? Yeah, in, like, <laughs> some yeah, some random hotel. He looks like he was going out for a bag of cans, like. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he looked in, he looked baked, you know. He doing did. his things. He's oh. just Bill Murray. Bill Murray doing Bill Murray things, you know. What you, What else did you watch this week? Uh, I I watched some nasty films. I watched mm. I watched a video nasty. 
I did. I, I somehow managed to salvage a copy from the black market. <laughs> and I watched uh, the most famous video, Nasty. Uh, Nightmares in a Damaged Brain. Otherwise known as Nightmare. I think it was, it's an American film, and they call it Nightmare. But it was... Uh, it's Nightmares in a Damaged Brain in UK and Ireland. Because it's mostly famous because of what happened here. Or, sorry, in Britain. And here, in the 80s. With the uh, whole video nasty craze, which was pretty insane. You know, uh, kind of like a Thatcherite obsession with failing morals, mm-hmm. pretty much. Which is kind of driven by the woman we were talking about a few episodes ago, Mary Whitehouse, who was in, uh, or her character was in Pendus Fan. It's like the whole yeah. moral crusader, like sort of a Christian kind of like, um, I don't know how, what you call it. Wasp values. Yeah, wasp values. Really like concern trolling. Being yeah. like, oh, think of the children. But really it's just, it's like a, it's a beachhead to sort of a, it's like social engineering pretty much. Yeah. I think it was the National Listeners and Viewers Association. Um, which is now, I think, like an like a, an anti or a, yeah, an anti-abortion group or something like that. It's like it's still around. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But like, it's just still one of those doing their thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it has like a new name. It's like Media Aware UK or something. But yeah, back then they were like they had this whole problem with video, the the, the form of video, because video is very very cheap. It's getting very very popular in the 80s, as we learned with Boogie Nights. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Very cheap. So and it wasn't really treated. It wasn't within the scope of the uh, the censor board. So yeah. like they they've always had a censor board since like I don't know like a long time anyway. So the 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 British classification officer or whatever it was called the British censor could control what people saw mm-hmm. or what you know children saw what like the average cinema goer saw uh, and video came out and it wasn't really within that scope it wasn't seen as a cinematic ex- exhibition yeah so you, and you just get it yeah yeah it was just like yeah you literally just buy videotape and like yeah. put on whatever you wanted it was it was seen as like a publication um it was like paper yeah that's that's sort of how they treated it so you could put you could put anything on paper in the same way you could put anything on video and so it was like a it became this whole thing where movies that either wouldn't get seen or like their uncut versions or it's basically it's a lot looser. It's like a wild west, mm. you know, like a media wild west where you pretty much uh, put whatever you wanted onto tape and people could see it and you could distribute distribute it widely. I was reading about how there's like a, a connection to the way Thatcher would have closed down all the uh, the mines and stuff like that. Like huge uh, unemployment rates went up. Um, so like all these all these people are out of work because the industries are closing down. Yeah, and a lot of them opened up uh, video shops, and they had these you know obviously all these videos in their shop. And the videos just had whatever whatever yeah. was on them, and you could walk into it, and <clears throat> buy whatever. Mm-hmm. It was a, it was like a, a poor, per, it was like a working class kind of medium. Yeah, but yeah, they they had this whole craze about how the morals were, were failing, and how this this idea that people were gullible, and the uh, the hypodermic needle model. Yeah, it's where like, it, oh, if they watch this violence, they commit violence. Yeah, yeah, where people basically just ape whatever they see on the screen, which is I don't know, you know, we can debate that, but like that's a that Bollocks. was that was their thinking, <laughs> that was what they believed. And uh, they ended up pressuring the government. Thatcher was well on board. She was like, "We, are, they are revolutionary. They are trying to destroy our morals." Mm. Uh, because that was the whole thing. There was a big political thrust behind it. And they ended up pressuring the government, the UK government, to the extent that they ended up prescribing, passing a law which prescribed seventy-two films in particular. Uh, so these films were illegal yeah. to, to own or to have. Ireland passed a similar law in nineteen eighty-six. Prescribed. I, we went at least we went through the list. I think one of the. Uh, one of the episodes is like prescribing like a Texas Chainsaw and uh, The Exorcist, all those kinds of films. Yeah. 
they they're really famous. There's a load of like really famous video nasties. Cannibal Holocaust is one of those yeah. video nasties. Apparently, the producers of Cannibal Holocaust wrote to uh, wrote to Mary Whitehouse complaining about their own film, like anonymously, <laughs> just so it could it could be banned and they could get. Oh, more it's like a marketing publicity. fucking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Apparently, that was the thing. Last House on the Left as well. What's Craven? Yeah, they went after everybody. Especially here. It was like it was illegal to have these films or to sell these films. But the only person who was ever prosecuted on the production side of things was the UK distributor of this film, Nightmares in a Damaged Brain, who was uh, thrown in prison for 18 months for, for selling the film in the, in the UK, <clears throat> which is absolutely insane when you think about it, you know. Literally just selling videos, videotapes of a film, of, you know, showing events that didn't happen and that yeah. were staged and clearly... You know, just a horror film, and he was put. He was put in jail for it. I think his words at the trial were, um, he was asked. He was asked to justify it, like on a, on the basis of artistic license or whatever. There's a whole trial over it, and uh, your man tried to justify it by saying it's not a classic, but it's well executed. Like there's, <laughs> like there's, there's art to it. Like it, it's, it's, it's a well done film, and he's completely correct. It's, it's, yeah. a, it's a very, it's a very well done film, but it's not good. <laughs> it's not Just good well at, done <laughs> yeah yeah it's like it's peeping Tom without any of the subtlety pretty much yeah it's a uh, it's the same thing because it's, it's your man it's about a guy who's in a like an experimental drug program in in, in the US and he he's like a, a war veteran or something like that and he has schizophrenia and amnesia and all these so he has like you know nervous disorders and stuff and uh, he's taking these drugs and it all goes away and they, they unleash him or <laughs> or they <laughs> 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 they let him loose, but like he, he, he's he's allowed out, uh, and he's into the world. But then he obviously he goes a bit crazy, and it's explained sort of like in parts throughout the film that uh, his disturbed personality sort of originates from this inciting incident in his childhood, mm-hmm. where he witnessed his parents having a BDSM sex, uh, and so he uh, not a vibe. So he walked in as any normal child would do. He uh, beheaded and uh, consumed their bodies. Um, and so this was this was sort of the whole basis for his uh, his murder spree later in life because it was, it was he's constantly having uh, like flashbacks to this uh, horrific kind of gory scene where he walks in he sees his dad getting slapped by his ma and he just like starts swinging axes and takes off their heads. Jesus. Uh, the thing about the film is like there's they were only asked when they released it or when it, whenever it was it was uh, in circulation in the UK they were asked to cut down uh, a few seconds literally only a few seconds of. Of footage, because they're very, very graphic uh, beheadings, mm. like all through the film, uh, which are pretty famous. Um, beheadings are something that are like not okay in films. Yeah, you can't really show it. Yeah, you know, it's weird. Like they, they, they happen all the time, but they never. It's never graphic. Yeah, this film shows them, and the effects are really good. Like it's, it looks pretty realistic. Mm. Except there's one where like they cut off her head comes off and then she start her hands are reached up and they're like oh, where's the head you yeah. know it's that's pretty funny <laughs> but like all the like the blood effects and the gore effects it's very well done but like yeah. the blood the blood is like a kind of like a a jello red it's like really it's yeah it's, it's like, like really really red yeah it's not like a snow film which is what that my always my impression of it always was that these were like kind of snow films yeah like you, illegal films yeah like that illegal things happened in these on these videos I think that was the kind of like that was that was the idea of what was, they wanted to yeah that's the, the idea that, that's they what they wanted you to think it was like even in terms of like Cannibal Holocaust and those type of films was only because I've seen Cannibal Holocaust like oh it's a it's a it's a found footage film 
So like this, these are depicting real events. But it's all, it's all fake. Like. It's all yeah, it's all fake. Because uh, I think like the, the zenith of the whole video nasty thing was when the your man or the little boy was killed in in the UK. Yeah, in the ki- yeah, nineteen ninety or something like that. And oh, they blamed yeah, it on uh, remember, yeah. Jamie Baldry. Yeah. Yes, that's his name. And they blamed it on uh, Child's Play Three, which was I think became prescribed after that. But like, there's no like, there's nothing to connect the, the mm-hmm. film to the murder. Yeah, like, there's literally nothing to connect it. They're just like the dad of one of the kids who committed the murder had rented Child's Play Three like a month ago, yeah. a month before it happened, and they're like, this is. This is clearly why this kid commi- like yeah. killed this other child. As opposed to you know the various other problems that could could have been going on. Yeah, the social problems going yeah. on at the same time. Yeah, yeah. It's just easier to find an outlet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the whole thing. It's a political thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and this poor guy ended up in jail for eighteen months. He lost eighteen months of his life because he mi- he didn't even make the film. He just distributed distributed it in Britain. And he was put in prison when it was ele- when it was legal at the time as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's nothing uh, there's nothing illegal about what he did, and nothing illegal happens in the film. And the film is pretty good, you know. It's not great, but like yeah. it's grand. It's grand to watch, you know. Like I, it, there's a lot worse it's out a, there. It's a decent horror film. It's a decent horror film. Yeah. It's Peeping Tom, but not an all time great. That's yeah. the only that's pre- and there's obviously Peeping Tom doesn't really have gore in it and stuff like that. Mm. You know, it's just a lot of gore in this. Yeah, I think that's kind of the main thing with the, all those video nasties is that like they're all super gory films, mm. which I think is why like Texas Chainsaw has like mythos, I guess I'm trying to say, as it does, as it has being a super gory film, but it's like not a hint of blood in it. Yeah. But it's because it is one of the video nasties, or at least was tied into it. Possession yeah. was another one. I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah I was looking up on the list. Yeah, because I was I was looking up which one I, I want to watch, and. Uh, it was just a list of the best uh, video nazis. And Possession was number one. I had no idea Possession was a yeah, video Yeah, I didn't know that either. Yeah, I like, yeah. And it's like, that's a that's a very different film to like all those other video nasties. Yeah, there's not, is it gore? It's just sex stuff, isn't it? Yeah, this is sex stuff, really. Yeah. That's like a self-harm, isn't it? That's weird. I don't know. It's a strange one. Because yeah, cause even in the article, it was like, uh, yeah, this, this entry is unusual, not just for... You know how kind of different it is from the others, but the fact that it's it's actually a really good film, and the rest yeah. of them aren't. Like yeah. the, the other films aren't that good. Yeah, most of them are just schlock. Shit. Yeah, like yeah. are literally they're exploitation movies. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're just, shitty exploitation movies. Yeah, they're just shock kind of films and like you know gory stuff. But it's weird because like the one of the things is that like a lot of these films would have been forgotten if if they weren't banned. Yeah, exactly. It adds, adds like a punk aspect yeah. to it. Like this film would have been completely forgotten. Yeah. Completely forgotten. And there's like half the films on that list. Like no one would have ever heard from yeah. ever again, you know. Like Ice Built on Your Grave is probably the most famous one. Yeah. I really feel like if that film wasn't banned, no one really would have given a shit about it. Yeah, because it's like it has that, that infamy of yeah. it, you know. Even La- Last House on the Left is also another one. But that was the only saving grace about that film is that it's directed by Wes Craven. Yeah. Have you seen that? No. No, I haven't seen that either. I always remember, because that was one of the ones that got remade. There's a remake of yeah, that film. Yeah, yeah. And I remember seeing the trailer to it, and I was like, that looks fucking gross. Yeah, fuck that. Even Ice Bit in Your Grave got a remake as well. Yeah, yeah, I saw that's that, yeah. meant to be a dirt fucking film. That's meant to be a... Oh, that's that's a terrible, like, premise That's to meant to be a dirty fucking film. Yeah, that's just a revenge film, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But, like, 
I know some of the stuff that happens in that film is like that just sounds like it's just shocking for the sake of being shocking. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. It's like there's nothing to it's nothing to it but to be violent and shocking. Mm-hmm. That's in the remake. I don't know what the fuck is in the original film. Yeah, the original's <clears> pretty worse. You know, back in the day. Yeah. Because they had dirty minds back then. They the just had mad cheap budgets. Like oh, that's the thing. Like all these films were mad fucking cheap. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they could do what they wanted. And it's all special effects as well. Yeah. Like. You know, not CGI. There's too much reliance on CGI these days. That's a cliche, but like mm. it actually adds to the, uh, like the 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 gore in this isn't realistic, mm-hmm. but at the same time it looks like compared to something like say the Texas Chainsaw remake, yes, 2003, which is you know way gorier like on like a <clears throat> on paper, but it's not real. It's not doesn't have the same impact because yeah, it's it not. Yeah, it doesn't feel real. Yeah, it's not real. It's just like it has like there's sound effects. And then there's like just like a little bit of blood. This film is just blood everywhere, mm-hmm. and it's like it's, it, there's like there's there's parts where like uh, he's swinging like an ice pick, and like and like there's axes are being swung, and like they really make contact, and it's really like tactile when mm. it when it, hit, it makes contact with the the body. Yeah, and like you see the wound split open and stuff like that. It's Fucking like, hell, yeah, because they're just using dummies and yeah, just kicking yeah. the shit out of a bunch of dummies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He takes an axe to his dad's head. And uh, it's done. It's shot. It's shot really well, or edited really well. Where like they actually have the actor, and then it just cuts to uh, the sort of or no, it even shows the axe swinging down, and then it cuts to the this really realistic dummy with the axe in his in his forehead. Like yeah, that's know? like some of the things that they did in uh, Leatherface, like one of the Texas Chainsaw films. Um, they uh, they used like one of the characters grabs some dude and he's like starts smashing his head into a. Into a window, but they switched it to a dummy, and he's ju- he's really yeah. drilling it into the fucking yeah, and like they're like fuck it hell yeah, because the actors can really go for <laughs> yeah. it yeah oh he went was he went he went yeah. said I was watching an interview he's like yeah it was really fun just ramming this fucking thing's head <laughs> yeah. it's like, fun dude Jesus oh god yeah <laughs> we created a monster <laughs> take him down boys <laughs> no yeah I haven't seen many of the like I've seen a few of the video nasties. Mm. But a lot, but like it is the thing that like they're all just kind of exploitation shock films. And yeah, they're that's they're kind of it. They're picking on an easy target. Yeah, they really no, were. <laughs> no one was going to defend these films because most of them aren't like worth defending. They're just not good. Even the people that like them are like, yeah, this is a shit film. Like, yeah, yeah. There's only like, oh, you shouldn't censor this, but also like, you know, if you like, if we were the censors and you could censor like any shit films. You know, like films just for being bad. You censored like, these films, yeah, because you know? like a yeah. lot of them are really, really bad. Yeah, yeah, literally, yeah, that's true. Mm. The weird, a weird time, a weird world, a yeah. weird time. You know, we're all part of that back in the day. Only recently, you all got. Should we still have banned films? I'm pretty sure here. I think it's mostly, like, but like, we have films that you can't distribute. I don't think any films are like banned, yeah. banned for like consumption. Yeah, yeah. unless it's well, it's the same way with drugs, like, like. But it's like the fuck. Like, there are banned films, but like they're actual snuff films, like you know. Yeah, yeah. That that's just like that you shouldn't be seeing that like yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking weird if you're watching that like <laughs> who the fuck owns that type of shit like yeah fucking hell but yeah no, I think like it's just like because when I looked onto the list recently it was just a bunch of like porn films that are like banned for distribution that you can't like buy on physical copy I'm sure you can get it online and just watch it and that's fine yeah that's the thing these days but who the fuck owns physical porn as well I don't know. It's like a retro thing. Mm. It's coming back in, maybe. 
Well, like, there's no more DVD shops or video shops. Yeah. Extra Vision, rest in peace. CEX, get my porn all of them there. It's <laughs> <laughs> under second-hand porn back yeah. to CEX. <laughs> when they take it as well, if you go onto, onto the CEX website yeah. and you went to DVDs, there's an adult section. Is there? Yeah, and people do, ha- like, you, you can see where the films are if you want to go get them. That's pretty funny. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. But like, I feel like you have to ask. <laughs> like, you have to go up to the counter. It's like, oh, do you got um, Girls Gone Wild three? And they're like, yeah, come yeah. Back here, come back here. They have this massive section in the back. Yeah, in the back. <laughs> yeah, it's a dark room. There's a lot of lads in trench coats walking around, <laughs> <laughs> sunglasses on. No, it's like that sex shop in Vancouver. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> forbidden, forbidden CX. Yeah, the forbidden. Oh, sex. That makes oh so much God. sense. Why did they call it that? <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, I'll talk quick talk about one one more film before we have our wee little break. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I watched Do the Right Thing. Spike Lee. Spike Lee is like masterpiece. Mm. Honestly, one of the best films I've seen. So really, yeah, it's a fantastic film. Um, I don't really have a lot to say because I'm a white guy, so you know <laughs> this film is about racism, but. The, like some of the points that I really really enjoyed about the film is like the sense of community of like this like street block that you're on that you're in. Also, was fucking the cast in this film are, is fucking amazing as well. Who's in it? Uh, well, Spike Lee is one of them. Uh-huh. Um, Gus from Breaking Bad. Oh, your man. He plays Bug and Esposito. Yeah, something Esposito. Um, you have oh my god, uh. Spike Lee's Martin Lawrence is in this film. Samuel Jackson's in this film. John Torturo. Oh yeah, the guy from uh, Barton Fink. Yes, yes, that would have been the easier option to pick. <laughs> um, there's loads of other people in the film as well. Um, but like the every character is super defined. Every character is um, well developed, and like you get a sense of who they are like almost immediately while they're on the screen. And like the interpersonal things, like this character and like this character because of this history that you're only given it like a a sense of, but you understand that there is a history there. Yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of conversations about the struggles of you know being a minority in America, specifically being black minority in America, and that being contrasted to being an Italian American and how Italian Americans face discrimination, but they're basically white <laughs> at this stage, so it doesn't really fucking count. Um. <laughs> The Italians. Yeah, the Italians. That's Sopranos. a huge, huge subplot in Sopranos. <laughs> yeah, huge, massive subplot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But, you know, and, like, there's there's a scene where... There, there's an interesting scene where... um, I guess it's, like, a montage where it cuts between different characters, but the, diff, the characters are just, like, being, you know, racist against, like, another, like, minority group or whatever. But none of them ever have any, like, slurs or anything to say about white people. It's cops... That they have slurs for or whatever. Slurs is not the right term for cops, you know, whatever. The protected <laughs> um, group. Yeah, the, yeah, think the, about the cops. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck cops. Um, but, uh, you know, like insults for the cops. Um, but, like, it's never for, like, white people or whatever. It's always for, like, cops, which is, like, I don't know. It's kind of an interesting thing that I noticed in the films. Like, no one really has any people, white people except for the cops and the rich white people for some reason. I don't know why. Um, they're the enemy. They're the enemy. <laughs> but, um,. It's a it's a very good film, really really good. Um, kind of horrifying that the film is as relevant back then as it is now. When was it released? Nineteen eighty nine. This film lost eighty nine. This, this this film lost. Um, I don't know if it was nominated. I don't think. 
I'm not sure if this film was nominated for Best Picture, but the Best Picture winner of that year was Driving Miss Daisy. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Ah, that is gas. <laughs> and it's like, this film came out the same year as oh, yeah. Driving Miss Daisy. I thought that was later than that. Yeah. Driving Miss Daisy. Yeah, well, that, that is just a pure meme. We yeah. should watch that film, see what it's about. Yeah. <laughs> the, the other fucking gas thing as well is that, like, years later, when uh, Spike Lee did Black, Black Klansman, that film lost out to Green Book, Green Book yeah. which is just a, Driving Miss Daisy 2. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, Jesus, like, America literally hasn't changed. Driving Miss Daisy 2. That's the thing, 1989, that's only the other day, like, these... Yeah, 30 years ago. In the era yeah. that we're in. 30 years ago. Yeah, it's only 30 years ago. It's like the same shit still goes on. Yeah, nothing's changed. It, so the film, like... The, I don't really want to spoil this film because like I feel like not a lot of people have really seen this film. I haven't seen this film. Yeah, I don't want to spoil. Well, I don't care. Uh, yeah, but like there's like a thing. There's like other stuff at the end which I don't want to. Is it like unexpected? Is it a twist? It's not really a twist because it's a film about racism. And there's cops in it, so yeah, one of the characters dies like brutally. Oh god. Um, and he's like true police police brutality. But then there's stuff afterwards, and. The film, like, you know, do the right thing. You know, do the characters do the right thing. And that's kind of up for debate. But I saw this interesting thing where Spike Lee was talking about the film. And he was just like, everyone... I don't know, fuck it. I'll just, like, spoilers for do the right thing. You know, fast forward if you don't listen. So the main beef that happens is about how all these, um, you know, African-Americans go to a pizza place to eat but the pizza place has all these, and it's run by like uh, Italians, and they just have like all these white Italians on the on the wall. And one of the guys goes like, "Why is there no black people on the wall of fame?" And the guy's just like, "Because it's an Italian place." And he's like, "Yeah, but I don't see any fucking Italians here. I just see black people here. The, all your all your customers are black people. Why don't we have any representation on on the wall?" Mm. So that escalates to the point where towards the end of the film where a character ends up getting killed by the police and people burn Jeez. people burn down the pizza place because it's basically like you're the ones that caused this. Mm. So the question then is like, oh, like, is it okay that they burned down the pizza place? It's like kind of, I don't it's, a, you know, as a, I don't know, it's like as a, it's almost a racist thing to look at that because it's what Spike Lee was saying, like only white people have focused on the fact that the pizza place <laughs> yeah, got burnt down, yeah, and no one ever yeah. talked about the fact that a black <laughs> person got fucking lynched. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that's that gosh. that is like that's true. And even when I was watching, that I was like, true. I was watching, I was like, yeah, I was watching, I was like, geez, they're really fucking with that pizza place. I don't know if they really deserve that. But then I was like, well, a black person did also get lynched because of this fucking person, so fuck them. And then I looked at the looked at them. That Spike Lee was like, yeah, that's the main thing that people seem to focus on was the pizza, pizza place, place burning down. Uh, you don't, you, you never, you don't like seeing the pizza place burning down now. But it's, but yeah, I'd have to see. Yeah, yeah. But it's also because like that conversation about property being destroyed still like takes you, primacy. Yeah, it yeah. takes primacy over everything else. Like you still, you see it during the George Floyd stuff as well. Yeah, the looting and all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is just wild. It's like you, that's you're not focusing on the loss of life. You're you're focusing the on the place. on the pizza place. <laughs> Yeah, that that is that is interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah I have to watch it. I have to watch that. Mm, it's very good, very very good. Because I, I was scrolling past her today, and I was like, I have to watch that. Because I've heard two I've hours heard, flies by. Yeah, I've only heard great things about yeah. it. Yeah, Spike um, Lee, really, really great film. Spike Lee's also good in it as well, mm. which is surprising. Like, I didn't think that dude could act. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What's he even in? Just his own films, I suppose. I, th- I think I, he's I, just. I, th- I think he's just basically in this. I don't think he really acts that much. Oh really? 
I don't know. He's not, That's respectable, to be fair. Yeah, it Didn't is. Didn't do a, a Tarantino. Oh, no, never mind. <laughs> or Shyamalan. Oh, no, no. I yeah. think he features in... He he doesn't star in any of his other films anyway. Because, like, he's in... Okay, I've only seen one film that he's that he himself is in. But he's in. He's apparently in the Malcolm X movie. Ah. Yeah, that's coming to Netflix as well. Is it? Yeah. The one with uh, Denzel Washington? Yeah. Ah. Three, three hours and 20 minutes, I think it is. Three hours and 20 minutes? Yeah. I'm going to have to give that, that miss. Yeah. I do want to watch it, but I'm also like, <laughs> Jesus fucking yeah. Christ. Like, three <laughs> hours on. and 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. But it's apparently it's amazing as well. I haven't really heard much about it, but, you know, epic films. I want to get into epic films. Yeah, that's, yeah, and that is... Uh, that, that has to be an epic, yeah. That's, it, like, literally, it is the... Uh, what is it? What, what, um, I've heard it described before. It's something I can't remember what it's described. But it's like a tribute. Who like, made that? Who made what? Malcolm X. Malcolm X. Spike Lee's director. Is he? Yeah. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's the director. All right. So, that's coming on to Netflix, so I'm going to give that a go. Yeah, we should definitely do that. We should. Neglected on this podcast, I don't yeah, man, we started. We should talk about more like black directors. Really, <laughs> we mostly talk about white guys. Our European, <laughs> our European guys. Yeah, we need to expand out. Yeah, we need more. Uh, yeah, more representation. More rep. Yeah, yeah. But I do. I always str- I do struggle in talking about the type of stuff because I'm like, ah, oh, you're just hearing it from a white guy, and like you should listen to someone. You should listen to an actual black person talking about this. Ah, it's a f- it's films, you know. It's yeah, all, we like, just have to. We have to give our own honest interpretation. Yes. You know. We have to be true to ourselves mm-hmm. and to our listeners. Yes. But also to... <laughs> to the film message. like <laughs> Yeah, yeah. To the pe- people around the world. Yeah. <laughs> we Common decency. S- we see you, Texas. We <laughs> see you still listening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we go for a break. Go for a wee lunch. And we be back from the break. Again. Once more. Tell us, Marco, what else have you been watching? I watched this film called Censor. New film. A new film. It's in cinemas as we speak. I encourage everyone to go see it. Because it's a good film. Mm. It's a good film. Um, British film. With an Irish lead. Yup. I believe her name is... Oh, I don't know her name. <laughs> yes, I'm not the only one. Uh, <laughs> her name is Neve Algar. Which Neve is Algar. Very strange name. That's not an Irish name. <laughs> yeah, you're not Irish. <laughs> Algar. <laughs> Yeah, she's from Mullingar. Maybe that says it. Maybe that, yeah. But yeah, it's a uh, it's a film about the video nazis. This is what got me into the video nazi kind of thing. I was researching it afterwards because this film is about that kind of craze. Mm. This is like um, if Dario Argento did Videodrome. That's... Oh, what? Okay, yeah, that sounds cool. That's the kind of thing it is. Yeah, yeah. That's the vibe. I was like, sign me up. Yeah. I was like... So I was like this has to happen but uh, it was in cinema so I was like oh. and it, only sh- it shows once a day at the IFI yeah. so absolutely go see it but I was like oh, I can't do that so I bought it on YouTube it was only 6 euro so Worth it's it. a good deal it's yeah. a good deal and it's a lovely film because it's 80 minutes long Ooh. it's like it's literally like it's like a video nasty Yeah. because those were just like cheap sort of shit like schlocky films this film is like not that at all but it has the whole you know, the formal aspects of it sort of play up to that. Like, mm-hmm. even the uh, the vibe, the aesthetics of it has this old, like, 80s video kind of thing going on. Yeah. Like, do you ever see clips from Beyond the Black Rainbow? Yes. Has that kind of thing. That sounds Whereas really fucking cool. It's like video, like, like uh, it's like video effects and stuff yeah. like that. 
um, and set in the eighties, and it's about a British film censor who uh, kind of gets very involved. He gets caught up in a whole a uh, controversy with regard to a film which has has some like copycat killer on the loose, mm-hmm. and she's blamed for it. And then her sort of uh, her trauma from the past comes comes into the present, and she kind of gets wound up in so it. So it's like basically the guy that you're talking about. If there was a copy, if there if it was a very much a copycat killer based on one of the films, yeah, like there's a copycat killer of like nightmares in the damaged in in a damaged brain. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like that. Yeah, literally, it opens with the uh, with the clip from Nightmares in a Damaged Brain. Oh, right. One of the beheading scenes. Mm. It's like it features very prominently with the with the young the young killer with the the axe in his hand. He's like covered in blood, and. Uh, like the first the setup is just them kind of watching these these different films, and like observing what happens, um, and but like throughout the film there's like this kind of a uh, social context to it. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is context. Like the story is actually pretty thin. A lot of it is just kind of uh, setting the scene and like sort of alluding to things mm-hmm. and like picking up threads and then just like the the copycat killer is kind of the the inciting incident because she reviews a film called Deranged. Which has a uh, has a scene where uh, a husband kills his wife and then tears off her face and then uh, eats her face or something like that, something like, something ridiculous. And she passes it because she's like, you know, a few cuts and this is fine. Yeah. And uh, it turns out like like a week later, they get called into the office. They're like, oh yeah, like some guy actually did this. Like you're gonna you'll be facing a storm. And there's a whole sort of backdrop of the uh, Mary Whitehouse kind of crowd. Yeah. Thereafter, like she gets phone calls to her gaff, like, "Oh, you're a bitch, you stupid bitch. Why would you let? Why would you allow our children to watch this? You know, you've unle- unleashed a plague on the British people." Uh, which was a thing that happened, you know, harassment. Like it was, it was like the satanic panic kind of thing, where people literally believed it was almost it was like a mystical kind of thing. The people actually believed that these these videos, these just these movies, somehow had like a like a demonic effect on the population. Yeah. Which is insane. Yeah. Which, because uh, at the same time, within the film, you have this backdrop of uh, 80s Britain, like strikes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. The minor strikes. And you have, there's a clip of Thatcher that's played on the TV. Uh, it's a real clip of her talking about uh, falling moral standards uh, at like a conservative party conference and talking about how like the nation is at risk. And we must all be vigilant against like these these video nasties. Yeah. And it's the whole idea that, you know, because the common sense is that like Thatcher and people like that and Reagan came in to sort of sort out the excesses of the 70s, mm-hmm. like the the remnants of like the student movements and like the uh, the labor movements from like the 60s and the post-war period. And like, so it's supposed to be kind of, there were these rational actors who came in, sorted out, just like gave like a market kind of, a marketized kind of sheen to society, just yeah. kind of sorted out like little, the little bumps in the road, like yeah, sort of- tidy it up, make it look clean. Yeah, tidy, tidy things up. But like, the fact is, there's a huge kind of social engineering push behind all these things, mm-hmm. and video nasties was just just one sort of element of that of how that played into it. Like Reagan had like the televangelists and stuff like that. Yeah, like the uh, mad sort of white American conservative Christians who built up this kind of moral structure to society, something like these moral imperatives that they had to live up to. Uh, but it was all in the service of you know wider political economic goals. Yeah. And so, like, this film is, like, mainly contextualizing that. But at the same time, it's a horror film. It's a body horror film as well. Because you're kind that of... Feel, that sounds unreal. Yeah, it's 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 a, it's a really, really... It's a great concept. It's an amazing concept. Because she's always kind of losing herself 
in the media in the screen. Yeah. Uh, and I won't spoil it because like it's a very, I, yeah, I feel like you should watch it. Yeah, I will watch it. I feel like you'd enjoy it because it's a it's a very good film. Um, and it's like right up our alley pretty yeah. much. Um, but there's a, there's a as it as it goes on, it kind of like escalates, and she ends up, you know, kind of melding with the screen, mm-hmm. not in like a like Cronenberg kind of way, but like in more like I don't know metaphysical kind of like thing. a possessor kind of way that I described before. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, just more of you kind of thing. Yeah, she kind of she becomes involved in the the films themselves. Jeez. So <laughs> Fuck that. I don't know. It's hard to describe. Yeah. But the whole thing is she has this trauma from her past. Where it's it's just alluded to for the first half. It's where she was in the forest playing with her sister, and her sister somehow got lost, and she can't remember what happened. But she's like been missing for ages. And uh, there's a scene early in the film where her parents sit her down. They're like, they hand her like a a death certificate. And she's like, what's this? And they're like, you have to let go. It's like, she's like she's gone. Like she's not yeah. coming back. Like you have to stop. You know, so while she sort of walled herself up within her trauma mm-hmm. and sort of given herself the role of protector of of people. Yeah. So like that's the role she plays as a censor. Like she she watches the films and there's like beheadings and like flayings and like rape scenes and stuff like that. It's not shown, but like this, it's all like implied and like yeah. audio and stuff like that. But she's never affected by it. It's very kind of cool, clinical. Just writes it down. But much like yourself, Mark, and you're a Yeah, job. yeah, yeah. That's that's my tra- that's my inner trauma. <laughs> so I've walled it up. I've walled myself up. Um, yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, uh, but yeah, she she's like there's always like a like a a voiceover where she's just describing what happens on what she's seeing. Yeah. But like it's like a completely monotone, and she's just writing it down. And she's always wearing her glasses. Uh, she has like these like sort of. I don't know, like 80s kind of like, I don't know, frumpy glasses, mm-hmm. like these kind of square yokes. They're like really goofy kind of things. Uh, and like, there's a scene where she she watches a film. This is after the uh, the whole, uh, she's been like hunted down by people for passing the, the, the film that provoked the copycat killer. Mm-hmm. She's watching a different film. I think it's called um, Don't Go In The Church. And she's watching it. She's watching a scene. She gets this idea that the girl who's being victimized in the scene is her sister. Oh, jeez, yeah. like It's like a mock-up. Yeah. It, it looks exactly like the police mock-up of, like, the aged-up version of her sister. Yeah. And so, like, the glasses fall off. Like, she's, she gets all, like, flustered, and she's like, oh, shit. And uh, it's very well, like, it's a perfect visual metaphor because yeah. the glasses fall off, and all of a sudden she's no... The wall is, like, it's not It's not just it's come down. It's, like, she's completely, like, naked mm-hmm. in that moment, like, metaphysically or whatever, or ideologically, maybe. And she's completely at the mercy of what she sees on the screen. Mm-hmm. It's like suddenly, there's no distance whatsoever. Yeah. At that point, uh, the relation between reality and what's happening in the films starts to really break down. And it's never really made clear what's what is exactly real and what's not. Yeah. Um. Well, the end is kind of the end kind of says something, but it's all it's it's very very well done, and. Uh, as I said, it starts out with the whole 80s vibe. It's all like crackly. It looks like film. Mm-hmm. It has there's lots of shots of TVs and like all, this, all the CRT TVs. Uh, and when the glasses fall off and things start to sort of uh, escalate or like degenerate, it turns more into a giallo film. Like really bright kind of neon neon colors, but mm-hmm. also like dark at the same time. That's a, it's like You're really selling this film, it's a man. Great, <laughs> it's a great film. It's a great film. You should definitely watch it. Um, I, thought it was, I thought it was really good. Like just the whole... Um, like contextualization of it yeah it was, it's very well received as well it's got uh got a lot of good reviews 
Like it could it could have done better with the maybe because there there's a lot of context to the extent there's almost like it's more context than his content. I, what I have heard about this film is that the the context of what this film is talking about is in a lot of cases more interesting though than what the film does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a problem because yeah. it's like it's uh it's sort of setting it up in a way that it's more alluding to things that don't happen mm. in the film. Yeah. So, and it's very short as well. Yeah. So it, you, this film could have been longer. It could have been longer. Yeah. It could. Yeah. Have, it could have had more. It could have had more time to sort of uh, flesh out its ideas a little. Yeah, bit. flesh itself out in like the latter third and stuff like that. But uh, it does. It does do a good job. It's just there's a lot. There's like something. There is something missing. Um, but I don't know whether that's, um, like, like a deficit on the the part of the film or whether it's something like with video drum. Where I just didn't. I still don't really understand video drum. Yeah. But at the same I know time, yeah. I, if you I, watch it, like I watched. I think the second or third time I watched it, I was like, I get it, but I don't get it. Yeah. And it's like there's there's something else to it. It's more like a. Like an immediate experience, like the, like the, like when her glasses fall off. I experienced like that when I watched it. Video Drum as well. I was like, I, I kind of get it, but I really don't know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. The, the plot really doesn't make any sense. Mm. But it's because Video Drum is pretty much about that that whole thing. Yeah, about the same Video Nasties. And I'm stuff amazed. Like that. Did Video Drum just come out after the Video Nasties? I'm surprised Video Drum wasn't a Video Nasty. Um, or did it come out too late? No, it's '85. Yeah, it could have been. Surprised that film wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah, it, didn't, it doesn't really have gore in it. Like, yeah, it just has like yeah. kind of gooey stuff. Well, like if Possessor is a video nasty, then maybe video drama would be. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, because there's a big possession gets version. way more of a visceral reaction. It's way more. I don't know. It's Possession's a fucking weird movie. Yeah. Fucking amazing film. Fucking weird movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know because that's a Polish film, isn't it as well? Yes, Zulowski. So maybe it's like, oh, they're so creepy over yeah. there in Eastern Europe or whatever. These crazy foreigners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even though, like Possession, the weirdest thing about Possession is that like Zulowski made it because he's like, oh, this is what the the evils of communism do, do to people. Mm. I was like, why? Let me right up their street. Yeah. yeah. Why is Thatcher against that? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, none of it made any sense. Yeah. None of it made any sense. And the films were it's it's just a it's a cool kind of uh it's about time someone made a film about it because it's like, it's like a great meta kind of kind of thing but it never gets too meta yeah that's important you know that it, is very it important. doesn't have like a fucking and <laughs> fucking Adam Driver being like yeah. here's what this all means <laughs> yeah explaining what the film's about yeah that doesn't happen and it's just like it's a treat to watch great aesthetics and stuff like that mm. yeah, definitely worth a watch I will I will give it a go give it a go you know we'll give it a go it's great the ending you know. It's different interpretations and stuff like that, I suppose. So, you know. Interpretation is always important, though. Always important. Always key. Media effects, you know. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that's our whole degree. Like, <laughs> that's our whole media thing. Effects, yeah. like, obviously, you have an interest in it, you know. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Encoding, decoding, all that, all that all jazz. That stuff, whatever. The prod user. <laughs> yeah. Passive audiences. Oh, That's us. That's us. Pure, just taking in what I see, <laughs> accepting it as truth, no critical engagement. Yeah. Uh, just vibes. <laughs> after I watch a film, I always go out and try to reproduce what I've seen. Every time. Every single time. Especially when I watched Godzilla. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it didn't go well. <laughs> just kept eating and eating. <laughs> trying to get big. <laughs> they called the police straight away. <laughs> Especially when I started roaring. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, punching buildings. Yeah, that sounds very good though. I have to give that a go. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, six euro on YouTube. Worth it. Have a look at it. You know, two chicken fillet rolls. 
Exactly, yeah. It's a new director, debut director as well. Prano Bailey Bond, I think she's a Welsh director. That's cool. Like, if that's her first movie as well. Great name as well. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's that, This is this is her first film, and she's sort of hit it out the ballpark. Yeah. You know? For your first film, yeah. this is just like... This is a film I would make if I if I had a budget. You know? Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, what, do you, what what is she going to make next as well? Exactly, Like, yeah. if she makes something this interesting on her first go... Yeah. This is the kind of thing where, like, you know, five or four or five movies down the line... You'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah. I watched her first one, man. You have to go back and yeah. look in her back catalog, you know. To really understand her oomph, it's actually, bro. It's actually the best one, but people yeah. don't think. Most people haven't seen it. It's an overlooked classic, man. <laughs> yeah. Actually says a lot about our modern times. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's so true. Mm. I, I'll, give that a, I'll definitely give that a go. Oh, yeah. Um, I also, finishing off the movie stage of this, of this podcast, I watched um, American Psycho. Oh, a classic. A classic. An actual classic. An actual classic. Yeah, Bonafide classic. 2000. And yeah, the year two. Yeah, the year 2000, yeah. Mm. Different time. Different time altogether. You know, also a film that very much like, you know, it's fucking, it's American Psycho, you know, we can do the film bro thing and be like, yeah, man, uh, the fuck's his name? Patrick Bateman. Patrick Bateman. He speaks to me, bro. I get Patrick Bateman. Yeah, yeah. I um, identify with him so much. Oh, man. He just he just gets it. I just love his morning routines. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Mary Harron is the director. Oh, really? Um, which people... I don't know. I think that's something that people always po- point out against like film bros that talk about this film. It's like, you do realize that this film is directed by a woman, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's a film like someone that knows about it. Like, yeah. It's not even... Subtle. But like that too, I was watching with Isabel, and Isabel had never seen it before, and she was laughing at parts. Mm. And I was like, I was like, oh, that's the reaction you're meant to have, because yeah, when he looks in the mirror, he starts flexing stuff. Yeah, that's not serious. Yeah, you know? like Patrick Bateman is a f- is actually a fucking loser. Like <laughs> he just happened to be born rich. Yeah, yeah, and, and looks like Christian Bale, and looks like Christian Bale. <laughs> yeah. She's Christian Bale. Like I was watching the film, I was like, like he did this film, The Machinist, and like. Batman begins. That man just knows how to m- mold his body. A lot of drugs. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of drugs. A serious yeah. amount of steroids. Yeah, that's the only way. That's surely the only way you can do it. Yeah, because that was in within what four years, wasn't it? Yeah, because American Psycho is like two thousand, and then I think The Machinist is like two thousand and five. Two thousand three, and then Batman begins two thousand four. Fucking even or shorter than that, or maybe it's the other way around. I don't. Know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know which one came, which yeah. one he did first. By the way, Batman Begins Machinist. That's like eighteen months between them. Yeah, and he looks like he, he's he's Batman, huge in Batman. He's, he's Batman. Yeah, and then he's like someone that like has insomnia and never eats. Yeah, and he's literally like he's sticked in. Yeah, he's literally a bit where like he looks like a fucking zombie coming yeah. at someone. Man, he's gonna like his heart is gonna give out in ten years. Like, I there's can't... no way you can do that without having serious health effects no on your body. No fucking way, Jesus! Like, another way, like the hunger strikers. People did hunger strikes back in like the eighties. Mm-hmm. Like, died very like most of them are dead because they yeah like, their body just can't take that kind of that kind of heat. Yeah, this guy did it for for fun, like, like I, for a job. Like, yeah, Jesus, he he obviously doesn't do that. But he doesn't even. He's sorry, just so now. I haven't seen Christian Bale in a new film in a very long time. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't really do that much now. Yeah, I can't remember. What's the last thing he was in, I wonder? Oh, come on, Wi-Fi. Don't fail me now. <laughs> yeah. um, Christian Bale, yeah. That's, I remember American Hustle. That's 2013. Like. He's in Hostiles. The Big Short. Oh, he's been in a few. Big Short, yeah. He's going to be in the new Thor film. Is he? Oh, man, yeah. He's going to play the big bad, bad in Thor. Oh, right. 
So there you go. He sold out. Sold out. Anyway. Sure sold out. American. Batman sold out. Batman's who would have thought it. <laughs> um, yeah, American Psycho. Again, a classic film. Um, I've seen this film twice when I was younger. I think I was like 14 or 15 when I saw it first. And then I think I watched it when I was like 16. Both times. Didn't really get it. Thought it was a good film, but didn't really get it. This time, coming around now, I'm older. I get it. <laughs> I understand. Get it. I understand the critique of what this film is going for, um, and I feel dumb as a f- like fifteen, sixteen, whatever fucking age I was watching this first. Fucking dumbass. <laughs> How did you not get it? Because um, <laughs> the film is not subtle at all. Yeah, it's just it's all out there. Like it's like a satire. Mm, it's very like dark satire. I suppose. Yeah. and it's fu- it's a funny it's, movie as it well. It is funny. Yeah, yeah. Like, like this, this like I need to, I need to return some videotapes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His obsession with film, like Genesis and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like the uh, the business cards bit. That's yeah. iconic. Like, how could you watch that and think this guy is a king? You know, the business card bit is fucking so good, and man. He's sweating. Yeah, he's, he's perfect in... eggshell white. <laughs> oh my god, it even has a watermark. <laughs> yeah. It's oh man, it's he's great in it. Like Christian yeah. Bale is fantastic in it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like I don't really know what to say about American Psycho because what anything that could be said about American Psycho has already been said. Um, I do love the film, but in a similar way that you were talking about with Censor, my problem with the film is like in the last third, where reality is like falling apart, and some bits are very obviously not real. Like when the ATM is saying to him, "Feed me the cat," and he picks up the cat to, to yeah, hand it yeah. in, and then he goes on the shooting spree against all these cops. And then, you know, then he, like, then he reveals, like, oh, his confession and everything didn't really mean anything. And when he goes back to Paul Allen's house, and it's all clean, Mm. and the people are like, what are you doing here? And he's like, is this not Paul Allen's house? And I'm like, no. I, like, I feel like I know what the film is doing, but I'm also not 100% sure. And I wish it was a little bit clearer as to what's real and what's not real and what's really going on mm. like i love the bit i love the whole thing where like everyone in the corporate world keeps like misidentifying each other yeah. because they all look the same like they're all <laughs> the same fucking person yeah, yeah like the, he's referred to as like fucking mark jacob or the fuck he's referred to as um by paul allen and he's just like I'm, I'm he's just like this like Paul Allen thinks that I'm Mark Jacob because he wears similar suits to me. He also wears Armani glasses. Yeah. Uh we we have, we go to the same we even go to the same barber. Only difference is I got a better haircut. Yeah. It's, like, <laughs> it's like there's literally no difference between you you at yeah, all. You're all yeah. the same. It's all this like conformity to the um to the Wall Street image or whatever. The yuppies. The yuppies. They're all a bunch of yuppies. Yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, I just wish that the end was a little bit clear. But I've also heard before that the whole thing as well is that like it's because like everything is real. Like they actually I've heard that before, mm. that everything actually does happen, but it's his privilege as a rich white guy that he's he's able to do everything that he does do. But it's also like to get away with it, yeah. But it's also like he very clearly doesn't. Like there's no fucking Well, there's like helicopters outside the window and all. There's a bit where he's chasing a woman naked in a fucking building block with a chainsaw. Yeah, yeah. And he's in like one of the richest apartments in the like yeah. okay, whatever about like the the critique or the, the saying like, oh, it's because of his privilege. There's no one that can run around one of the richest apartment blocks with a chainsaw and live to tell the tale. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He's like it's not like he's just he's just killing homeless people, you know. Yeah. 
Like he's, he kills Paul Allen. Yeah, he kills Paul. He budges, but that's such yeah. a great scene. Yeah, yeah. Jerry Leto. <laughs> doing bits. <laughs> hey, Paul. Boom. Yeah. So many iconic lines in the film as well. It's incredible. No, it's absolutely, yeah, it's so iconic. It's it's one of those things. It's in the cultural genetic memory, you know. Mm. It's like gonna be there forever. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but yeah, the the ending is kind of confusing. What would you what would be, what would be your reading of the ending? That it is like some things definitely are real. Like I do think he does kill Paul Allen, mm. and I think he he there are some people that he definitely kills, but there's other people that he he probably didn't. That it's all in his head. Yeah, yeah. And then the end is just like. I, I I admit to some things, but it didn't really matter because no one no one believes me, mm. and it's just like ah, oh, I am a I'm forever tormented. But I I I genuinely I do not understand what the deal is with him going to Paul Allen's house, and it being like being Perfectly clean fine, and yeah. fine and like nothing nothing's there. Yeah, because Isabel, I was watching with Isabel, and Isabel was like, did he just go to the wrong house? And I was like, I. I've watched this film three times. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. I have literally no idea. Yeah. If it's that he goes to the wrong house or if every if he just imagined everything that happened there. Mm. Yeah, I've no idea. I I I I've, I've watched it ages ago now. Um but yeah, I literally have, I've no idea what the, yeah. what the ending was about. I think it was just, it just had to be ambiguous, you know. Yeah. Cuz if you play that straight it's just kind of more interesting if things kind of spiral out of control. Mm-hmm. It's like American psychosis at yeah. the end. It just like goes on some spree, but you don't know, you know, what is real and what's not. I suppose that's just, that's the best way to do it. Yeah. Because it was all real. That's like, Jesus, that's just, that's just kind of fantastical. Yeah. That's just completely out of key with the rest of the film. Especially because it's super, it's a super realist film up until those moments. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's still always in his head as well. Yeah. Which is, you know, sort of a... Sort of uh, adds into the, the reading that this is just kind of him going out of control within himself. Yeah. But there is something you know feeding into it from the outside, like killing Paul Allen or whatever. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's a gr- it's a iconic stuff though. Yeah, a great film. It F- is funny, funny it's stuff. It's a fucking great film. Yeah, like, it's beautiful shot. Uh-huh. And I, I was even watching it this time now as well. There's a bit where like he's um he's doing like crunches whatever, and then Texas Chainsaw. He's on in the background. He's just watching Texas Chainsaw yeah. on his work now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's gas. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah I did. Because I, I think when I was younger, I didn't even know what the fuck Texas Chainsaw was. Yeah. So, like, seeing that, I was like, oh, that's Texas Chainsaw. <laughs> which, then, which then ties into him chasing her with the chainsaw then later on. Yeah, media effects. Yeah, media effects. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what happens. <laughs> but, yeah, even, like, because um, even when, the, when his... Um, when his assistant is then like flicking through his notebooks, and he has like all this like f- like dissecting women and stuff like that, I know that that's like I feel like that's him fantasizing over doing all this shit, but he mm. definitely does do some of this shit. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I've no idea. Mm. But yeah, there there is some uh, a lot of element of fantasy, I think. Yes. Because there's huge. Because obviously they're so caught up in what they think of each other you know yeah a lot of it is like social kind of grappling you know mm-hmm. monkey stuff jungle stuff it's like oh paul allen doesn't know my name you know yeah or all that kind of stuff so a lot of it is just like maybe just in the head it's just literally just inventing a reality the hyper real world of new york mm-hmm. in the 80s just fucking fired up on coke and like <laughs> and, and money <laughs> Money and coke. Yeah, yeah. What cool. yeah. And, mo- and like fucking good looks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're literally living, living the life. Yeah. There's so like that whole like materialist aspect of it is so good, and it's it, I love the bit where 
I do love the bits where he's just like reciting information that he's just read. Yeah. Like he's <laughs> clearly just read this stuff about like fucking uh, Whitney Houston and stuff like that. And he's just reciting off these like LA Times reviews to people and people are like, yeah. what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, the one with the Genesis album. Was yeah. Like, that, 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 that always stuck with me. It's like, they don't understand that it's a great conform- uh, yeah. commentary on conformity. Yeah. Everyone's like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Pat. Oh, uh, yeah, because uh, this is what turns to you when he's talking about like um, the Genesis album and uh, oh my God, what's his name? Phil Collins. Phil Collins. Mm. It's like, I wonder what he thinks about the Tarzan soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, I'd say he loves it, yeah. But that's the thing. It's all reduced to, like, the most basic aesthetic level. Mm-hmm. Fascism. Pretty much just fascism. Yeah, literally fascism. That's, that's, who, that's who he is. He's the pure... He's the ubermensch. Yeah. Like, there's nothing behind him. But it's like... He looks... Everything is perfect. He knows. He knows what to say. You know? He knows how to act. To an extent, you know? To an extent, yeah. He's got a great job. He's got, he's got everything. He's got everything on paper. But there's like a, like a something underneath which is like seriously seriously wrong. Seriously fucking yeah, to, wrong. To like, the extent that like manip- manip- manipulates the reality within the film. Mm-hmm. You know, complete mis- uh, his like misogyny is real as well. <laughs> yeah, Jeez, that yeah. dude hates women. <laughs> I think that's just the uh, isn't that the like Brett Easton Ellis? Isn't he actually like? Is he sure, like that? I'm pretty sure he is like that. Yeah, yeah. he's like yeah. a fucking weirdo. He's a strange guy. Yeah, because yeah. <clears throat> like having read American Psych with the book is is like the film the film is like a microcosm like a purified condensed down version of the book the book is like 400 pages of the same thing over and over and over and it gets like it becomes so monotonous and boring that that's kind of the point mm, yeah yeah but it's a detriment to the experience while you're reading it yeah yeah because it's all like a yeah it's like punk almost, you know? It's like mm. a punk kind of thing. He's like insulting the reader. Or he's like just trying to shock you. Like, what was that What was that one? He, he had the small one. Lesson Zero. Lesson Zero, yeah. It's pretty shocking as well. Yeah. He, he had another one as well. That's like, like one of his first books as well, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that. Yeah, he, I think he wrote that when he was 21. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that is his first book. I'm pretty sure that's like his college, it's like dis- or his thesis or something. Yeah, yeah. And it was based on his life. Yeah. But it was like obviously like exaggerated. I the fucking, fucking hope so, bro. To the, to the moon, like. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. He's an interesting writer, though. Mm. Interesting only, stuff. I've only ever read those two books, Last and Zero and American Psycho. Yeah, here's another one that's like, I think, what is it, Last last Exit to Bro- Brooklyn? That might be someone else. I don't know. He's got The Informers as well. I'm pretty sure The Informers is a film as well. Mm, yeah, he kind of fell off, to be fair. Yeah, he really did. Yeah, he's had, he's had two good books, really. Yeah. <laughs> and even at that, like, American Psycho is just an expanded version of Last and Zero. Yeah, I suppose, It's yeah. the same kind of general idea. Same kind of vibe, yeah. Yuppies had... in LA. Like, yeah. he, it's literally just yuppies in LA versus yuppies in Wall Street. <laughs> yeah, and he was like, man, all out of ideas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ah, sure, look. A classic altogether. I'm pretty sure Lesson Zero has a film as well. Yeah, yeah, I think I think it does. There's a sequel to American Psycho. The film, yeah, with yeah. Uh, Mila Kunis. Yeah. Have you seen that? Uh, no, but I want to. Apparently, we should watch. And apparently, it's shit. Yeah, yeah. But I've heard it's like, you know, like a counter reading. Oh, it's actually a feminist classic. Yeah, stuff like that. Mm, well, then maybe, maybe, give it a shot. maybe. Well, uh, is it Sophia Coppola did that? No, I think it's some dude. See, the problem is, is that it's some dude that did it. Is it? All right. Yeah, it's not like I don't know why I thought Sophia Coppola did it. It sounded like something she'd do. Morgan J. Freeman. Morgan Freeman did it. All right, that makes so much sense. Man has literally done. Six films, never heard of one of them. 
All right, well, we're not watching that then. Fuck that. That's the thing. Like, if that was, I feel like if that was directed by Sophia Coppola, Sophia Coppola, You're or laughing. like Mary Harron, like the one that directed American yeah, Psycho, yeah, yeah, like yeah. that would that would have been something. But it's a problem. That's fact it's written. It's directed by a dude. <laughs> it's directed by it's directed by some random guy, like you know. Yeah. You literally, you could that could have been a good film. I feel like that's a film that has literally nothing to do with American Psycho, but they just slapped the name on it to make it marketable. Directed DVD job. Yeah. I think it is directed DVD. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake. Yeah. So. It was a different time. 2002. You don't really get directed the DVD films anymore. Direct the streaming. Yeah, direct the streaming. Move us on to our new <laughs> section. Mark, I love it. Mark, that fucking segue. Oh, you future. <laughs> our new section. Yeah, the new Texas Chainsaw film. Film that we were extremely excited for on this we podcast. We were buzzing. We've been talking about this for a year nearly. Yeah, it's ever since <laughs> the first Texas. Ever since yeah. our fucking Texas Chainsaw episode. Yeah. Yeah, news released like yesterday that the film is going to be released on Netflix with no theatrical release. Who needs theaters these days? They're all uh, they're all uh, they're out of fashion these mm. days, you know. Uh, Texas Chainsaw twenty twenty one. I think this is this is either no. I think this is a good sign. Do you think this, it, is, a good this sign? is a net positive? Because we were thinking this film was going to be absolute dog shit, and it probably will be, it probably will be. In, in many respects. But at the same time, if it's getting bought by Netflix, you know, Netflix distribution, they're putting it on the platform before it's even released, which you know obviously shows that the the production company doesn't have a lot of faith in it. Do you also? But do you think that this, that's the thing where Netflix are like, we're gonna have a Texas Chainsaw movie? Yeah. Like that's gonna get that. So many yeah. people are gonna watch that, especially because it's not like Texas Chainsaw Reborn. No, four. it's just Texas Chainsaw, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe just for the property, just for, just so fucking you know, poor innocent people scrolling by are like, oh, I, I, I've, oh I've, I've heard of that. Yeah, I love that film, or what? Like, I've heard of that. Yeah. And then they just click on some fucking clickbait kind of thing, maybe. But at the same time, it, it can't can it be that bad? You I know? don't know. I've, I've, can it be as bad as some of the stuff that's come out of that, that series recently? I this feel century? like I feel like it's gonna be. I hope all that I, I just hope that it's better than anything that's been on out of the century, and that is a very <laughs> <Yeah>. low bar <laughs> that I don't that's, think this film is gonna reach. That, that's all we're asking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just be better than. Think if it can be as good as the Texas, the original Texas Chainsaw remake, the 2003. Yeah, yeah, I would take that. I, I would, would take, take that. that every That's day like week. best case scenario. I feel like I would like. take that every day of the week. Yeah, if I was if I was a betting man, I would take that. Yeah, you know, I would be like, cash me out mm-hmm. now. You know, I will. That's all I want. Um, or the Rob's. No, the Rob Zombie didn't even fucking do that. Um. The the prequel to it. Yeah, all that stuff. Um, the, 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 be, the beginning, whatever the fuck that the film was called. The beginning, yeah. And then Texas Chainsaw 3D, was it? That's fucking awful. Yeah, like, no, if, it, if it's that bad, I will lose all faith in Netflix altogether. I might yeah. I might unsubscribe from Netflix. To that. Yeah, if they do that to us. Yeah, if they literally, <laughs> they insult our like sacred cow. Isn't that so depressing, though, that the new Texas Chainsaw film isn't getting a new, isn't getting theatrical release. Meanwhile, like the hype for the new Halloween movie is like pretty big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Is sad. It is sad because they could do something with that. I but don't know. Like the guy's dead, you know. Whereas they have John Carpenter and all, like all the other lads. Yeah, they actually have the original dude that- and the original actors and stuff. Yeah. See, yeah, that, actually, yeah, that's a major thing as well. Mm. Yeah. Like I don't. I just. <laughs> I was looking at the Wikipedia page, 
And um, apparently during test screenings, it got generally negative response from audience. I'll take that. Which, like, I don't really care. Like, that doesn't really mean anything. Like, you're just getting, like, a random schlubs to come on to watch these fucking films. Yeah, why don't we ever get invited to yeah, and fucking. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? You, yeah, you just can't talk. I'm pretty sure you can't talk about those films after mm. you've seen them. What are they gonna do? Yeah, what are you gonna do if you <laughs> turned your mate and was like, "Yeah, that film was fucking <laughs> shit." <laughs> sued. Yeah, maybe. No, I don't know. Genuinely, yeah, negative. Yeah, I don't know. You can't really trust them, but at the same time, they are, they are usually a good parameter, aren't they? Yeah. You know, like if a film, what is it? If uh, there's not a lot of promotional material. Or uh, if there's no previews before, or no, if they don't screen it for critics before yeah. it's released, then that's uh, a bad sign. That's a bad sign. But like they go off that, <clears throat> they base that decision off audience reactions and stuff yeah. like that. So, see the other thing as well is this film is meant to be coming out this year. Mm. We literally have not seen anything of it. We've seen that two posters. <laughs> that is, that, to be fair, they're great posters. They're pretty decent posters, but we haven't seen anything maybe that's the new marketing material that's the new kind of strategy literally show nothing about it until it's released spielberg kind of job that's what he yeah. did with um i don't know one of his, one of his films indiana jones that's what they did with that he just released it they didn't do any any promo just it was all like sort of um it was a yeah what what you fucking call that there's like a, a blockade or something mm. on a on any press coverage I didn't just release it, but like it was like a week beforehand. They're like, "Oh yeah, it's coming out next week or something." That's cool. You know, yeah. it's, a, it's a technique, but it's that's obviously not what's gonna happen with this. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, if the, man, if Texas Chainsaw twenty twenty one is as good as Indiana Jones, fucking hell. Yeah, they just suddenly like fucking knock it out of the park. It's yeah, all timer. It's even better than the original. That would be oh my god. What would we do? And this podcast would just like it'd be over for us. I think the grimmest thing is that, like, I just know that this film is going to be the same thing as every film that came out after. This thing is going to be, like, Leatherface, like, the Texas Chainsaw 3. Yeah, yeah. I hate the fact that there's two fucking films in this franchise <laughs> with the same fucking name. Yeah. Um, like, because that's a, the weirdest thing about Texas Chainsaw. And, like, uh, I saw a photo of this. It was, like, explaining how each one of these films tie into each other. Mm. And it's, like, I think this is the fifth one. That is a direct sequel to the original film. That yeah. film has what has a prequel, and then there's the remake and the prequel to the remake. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, "Would you not? Would you not just move? Like, just do something different." Yeah, but like, what can you do realistically? Just like having an alternate universe. Mm. But then that's just that's just Texas Chainsaw Four, isn't it? Yeah, I guess, and three, and yeah, yeah I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I'm just, just do a good sequel, you know? I'm just sick of them being at a house. Just be somewhere else. Yeah, they could do... Leatherface takes New York. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do like a Freddy Freddy kind of thing. No, or what's it called? Friday the 13th. Yeah, yeah. Friday the 13th. Yeah. yeah the Jason thing. Yeah, yeah. But again... Freddy like, go, or Jason goes to space. Jason Freddy got X. fingered. <laughs> Freddy got fingered. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Leatherface got fingered. Yeah, I think you are... Yeah, yeah. That is a good point, though. You are kind of... They should set it in a swamp again, but this time have ecological themes, like mm. swamp thing. Swamp people. Yeah, swamp people. Sick. But like they're getting encroached by, uh, you know, hurricanes or something like that. And then, but they're stranded. A hurricane hits uh, southern Texas, and suddenly they're they're without power. They're cut off from from industrial society. 
And people and are going missing. They're stranded, yeah, in the swamp or whatever. It's waterlogged. And people are going missing. They're like, what the fuck is this? It's it's Leatherface, but he's like a swamp kind of thing, you know? Yeah. But he lives in a swamp. Man, that's, <laughs> that's a better fucking premise than anything that's come ever of since the original, uh, yeah. like, you know, since the original four, we'll say. Yeah, yeah, the original four. <laughs> <laughs> the golden era. The golden era. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, not that, because that was directed DVD as well, remember? What one? Texas Chainsaw 4. Was that directed DVD? Mm, that didn't even, that was so bad, they were like, we're not releasing this. To be fair. And then the actors got big, and they were like, let's put it out on DVD. Yeah. So maybe this is going to be a similar thing. If it's as interesting as Texas Chainsaw 4, I'll, t- I'll take that any day of the week. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I'll if it's a mess, let week. it be an interesting mess. Absolutely, yeah. Um, your one from 8th grade is the only person in this film that I recognize the name of. Yeah, Elsie something. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's not a really good sign, is it? Nah, but she was good in eighth grade. She wasn't good. I'm sure she's gonna be good in this as well. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Oh well. <laughs> Please, like, at least be like decent. I don't. I don't expect it to be good, but at least be decent. Yeah, please. God, yeah. it's just not gonna though. <laughs> we can only hope and pray. Yeah. You know, October. It's coming out Halloween surely, so we'll know soon enough. Two months away, and we haven't seen a fucking thing. It's genius, genius uh, marketing. I just want to see what he looks like. We saw on the poster. Oh yeah, we we're like a proper look. But yeah. he's like meant to be because this is a, this is a direct. See, this is the confusing thing, right? It's a direct sequel that's meant to take a. I read the thing right. It said like this is a direct sequel that takes place immediately after the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre film. Mm. However. It also stated that in a similar vein to the Halloween 2018 or whatever film or whatever year that came out, Halloween film. It discards. He will also he will no uh, Leatherface will also be old. So how, <laughs> like, he, what the fuck does that? It's a direct sequel that takes place immediately after, but Leatherface is also going to be old. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Well. Well, it takes it, it takes place immediately afterwards. So it says something like that. Yeah. Or direct, maybe it said directly afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, that wouldn't make any sense. But that that could be in that could be an interesting out. If say it's a sequel, it's a direct sequel in the sense that it's just the first one, and then say thirty years passes, and then it's the second one, and he's old, and he's like you know something like that, mm. where it discards the other ones, just pretends everything else didn't happen, but it's not directly you know chronologically after. Like maybe it's like maybe he's escaped into the they've all escaped into the woods or whatever. What what would you do if it like literally like started it, straight away? No, it's like it's like Halloween where like Leatherface is captured and he then he escapes. No, no, fuck that. It's like they basically just do the 2018 Halloween film. They just do Halloween, just remake just, Halloween. Just like they literally, it's literally the same film. They just slap Leatherface in it. Yeah, see if it was made like Halloween, you'd be like you could you could watch that. You can watch that all day. Yeah, that's a very good film. Yeah. But, like, you know, if you show his face, like, if if they, they shouldn't show his face. No. You know? Never, ever show his face. I think a problem as well is that, like, the things that are good about Halloween is the things about, like, trauma and stuff like that, which, you know, over time, trauma has an effect. Mm. But the things that are good about the original Texas Chainsaw film is specifically about what it says about the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because... So that it should be connected to right now. But, 
right now, like you, you just know, like it's gonna be about like if they if they were to do something like that, it would be about phones and it'd be about Trump and it'd be about like cancel culture and all this yeah. fucking <laughs> bullshit that shouldn't belong in a Texas Chainsaw Massacre film. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but he just he's just on Twitter. He's, he's just, just like, canceling. He's just slicing people's like someone's got a phone. He just slices their hand off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he just walks away. This <laughs> is so much about society. Ah, uh, yeah. No, you're right. That that's just, that's the kind of stuff we're working with. But you could do something pretty cool, you know, like an ecological film. Yes, you know, but yeah. horror, horrifying. Yeah, a climate there's n- film. There's nothing. Yeah, but like, like most of those films are like, it's like oh, it's so lame, you know. So on the nose. So something you need something horrifying, you mm-hmm. know, that makes you like, you know, shrink back, you know, like the real the real horror of climate change. No one understands it. No one mm-hmm. gets it. You know, like we can't even imagine it. Yeah. Texas Chainsaw could show us. <laughs> I don't know why climate change, but something like that, you know. Yeah, but I agree. Like the idea of like a tornado or something like, that, like wrecking a village or whatever, and like yeah. this, this was always going to happen. Yeah, yeah you know? literally, like Zzz, oh. you know, he's swinging thing around. <laughs> but he's got like a imagine no, but he's got like a lawnmower or something. No, he's like swinging. He's swinging the chainsaw around, yeah. and then he causes a tornado in, and he's like, "Whoa, <laughs> stop! Letterface, stop it, man! Stop it, bro!" Uh. Something yeah. chain NATO. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Tornadoes, that'd be cool. Yeah, the um, forces of nature. Who knows? Who knows what this film is gonna be like? The cosmos. Ah, oh, please be decent, anyway. That'd be alright. We we move on to the old listeners. Let's do it. Do you wanna plug the bits? Uh, if you want to ask us a question, you can get to us at paro underscore pod on Twitter or on Instagram, or you can send us an email at theparapod at gmail dot com. That's it. That's it. That's that's the bits. Yeah, please get in touch. Um, and our first question is coming in from Robert, and he's saying, "What genre would you like to see certain directors tackle?" So I was thinking about this. Martin Scorsese directs an MCU film. Full sor- full circle. Oh God! What would he do though? Give him Punisher. <laughs> Punisher. Give him Mario or something. Oh no, I suppose that's not Marvel. Italian. I feel like is a gritty, gritty Mario film. Well, you know, is is Punisher D- Marvel or is he DC? He's Marvel, I think. Is he? Fuck it, he's gonna be Marvel for the time. For right now, he's gonna be Marvel. Yeah. I actually feel like if Marvel says he, or that's just like, that's just Taxi Driver is what I'm describing there. Yeah. <laughs> just remake Taxi Driver <laughs> again. Yeah, I just make him Punisher. Yeah. <laughs> we want you to do what you do with Joker, but again. Yeah, just do, keep doing it over and over again. Yeah. Make yeah. a sad man doing things. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Scorsese. Yeah, he could do something like that. Uh, I want, I want Christopher Nolan to do a anything ro- that's not got to do with time. <laughs> yeah, a romance film, you know. Oh, or no, rom com specifically. Oh my god! Or que- starring Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, yeah. Oh, He's like, damn man, you know, <laughs> he has to fit something in about time. Yeah. You know? Maybe it's like there's like a he remakes like girlfriends of ex past whatever the fuck that film's called. <laughs> yeah, he remakes it. It's like I thought the original material was very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, yeah, yeah, it's like about time, but like uh, has uh, Leo DiCaprio in it or something. I'd something lo- like that. Um, I'd love for John Waters to do a horror film. John Waters to do that it would with- be a show. Yeah. That would be a show. John Waters to do the next chain, the next Texas Chainsaw Massacre film. That literally would be a show. Mm. That would just be Texas Chainsaw Four, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm down for that. Yeah, yeah. A remake of that, like Charlie Kaufman MCU. Oh, him to <laughs> yeah. be like a Doctor Strange or something like that. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's an extremely neurotic character. Yeah, everyone talks the exact same. 
<laughs> we're just talking for the entire film. People go to see it and they're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> what the fuck is this? He <laughs> <laughs> just tricks people into going to see, like, is one of his uh, like normal films. Yeah, it's, like, just, it's just a Charlie Cobb <laughs> film. It just has, like, an MCU character in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Sounds, that sounds great. That could be done. Um, and then our next question is com- also coming in from Robert, and he's asking, "What are bad movies by actors slash directors you usually love?" What are you thinking about Cronenberg and Carpenter? They, I haven't seen a film by them that, they, that I wouldn't like, but I know for a fucking fact that they do have them. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, yeah. Ghosts of Mars, Carpenter. That just looks like dog shit. Yeah, two thousand, two thousand back in the day. But like, he hasn't really made anything. Yeah. In like 20 years. Since Ghost of Mars. Ruined his career. <laughs> but uh, who else? I mean, Ridley Scott is a director that I like. But I also really did not like Alien Convent. A convent? What the fuck that film was called? Yeah. Alien Convent. <laughs> Imagine that. What the fuck that film was called? Yeah. No, Ridley Scott, he's mad hit and miss. He's a great director, though. <laughs> he's mad hit and miss, though. Oh, he's crazy hit and miss, you know. He's making Exodus, Gods and Kings one minute. Next minute, he's making fucking... I don't know. Prometheus or some shit. Yeah, yeah. Even then, those people hate Prometheus. <laughs> yeah. Those people are wrong. <laughs> those people are wrong. They are wrong. Um, what else? I don't know. I feel like I haven't watched it yet, but I feel like if I was to watch Dune by David Lynch, I wouldn't like it. Yeah, because it's not really a, D- a Lynch film, is it? Yeah. It's not really a Lynch film. Jeez, if, if I was to go by actors, jeez, i say fucking... Jeez, I, that's that's a long there'd list. Be, there would be a fucking few, like... Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, fucking... Hmm. David Lynch, Alien 3. David, no, David Fincher. David yeah, Fincher, yeah, Alien yeah. 3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen that? Yes. What's it like? Bad. A- Alien Cubed. Bad. Very... It's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that film is so bad that it makes the previous film worse. <laughs> like that's how bad that fucking film is <laughs> has a stink effect like yeah. through, through the franchise yeah the only thing is that like D- David Finch is like that's not my movie because I didn't have any control over because it, it was a studio film regardless yeah. your name is still on a buddy so I'm counting it yeah you can't <laughs> just say that man oh yeah that my worst film yeah that wasn't my film yeah, yeah. come on like yeah get the fuck out of here <laughs> yeah chill out oh uh, AI Stanley Kubrick that film is shit oh yeah that but, film th- is- does that count as Stanley Kubrick that's not even Stanley Kubrick. Yeah, yeah you're Steven right. Spielberg. That's the thing. But still, regard- regardless, Stanley fucking... He, he had something. But he didn't do it, though. That's not him. But it's dumb, But even still, like... That's I, not even him. Yeah, Steven Spielberg, in general, I do like his movies. Fuck that movie. AI is shy. <laughs> AI is so bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, fuck that. Um, because the thing is, as well, like, if you're watching a director, in general, there are, like, key things that you like. That usually expand across all their films. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually, yeah, it's like a personal kind of thing. Yeah. It's a it's a capitulation to the auteur theory, you know? Mm-hmm. The fact that they can make one film and you like it. But then, you're like, you're generally going to like most of their films. Yeah. That just shows it's a director's medium to yeah. some extent. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I, I, I agree. To some extent. What's about... What about the writers? What about the writers? What, 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 what do you mean? What, what were you saying? What about Cronenberg? Cronenberg definitely... What's... Cronenberg has a fucking few stinkers. He's a few... Yeah, he's a few... Uh, uh, what was that one called? Rabbit isn't very good, but it's not, like, terrible. Mm. Um, well, let me look. No, apparently he just... He, he never misses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, wait. The Dead Zone. I'm pretty sure I've seen that. 
Yeah, the one about yeah, the Stephen King story. That's not very good. Mm. That's from 1983. That's in the middle of his like his his, just, his huge period. You just hit the dead zone. The Stephen King one. That's all I need to fucking know. Like, yeah, <laughs> it just says it all. That's that's the thing, you know. That's that's the same thing as well. Stephen King. It goes for writers as well. If you, if you like it, you know, pick his best work, and then everything just kind of like sort of. You know, it's like a gradient from mm. there. Like, it, there's not a huge sort of like a uh, spectrum. Yeah. You know, it's not like he's he's, he's anything. Like, he has a, some amazing works, but you know, it's just kind of like it's like a little fucking layer there. It's just, you're gonna you're gonna sort of have the same vibe with everything he does. Yeah. You know, Tarantino in that sense. Yeah. Like in general, if you like a Tarantino film, you're in ge- you're generally gonna like all of his films then. Yeah, the style. Except for Hate Valley. That film's a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about actors? Like Nick Cage is the one I'm thinking of straight off the top of my head. Nick Cage, uh, Matthew McConaughey, half his films are shy. Yeah. But he's a ha- the other half are like amazing, you know? Yeah. Like you know? up until like two thousand and eight. And then Yeah, up until two thousand and eight, yeah. How man, how many crew for you? You don't like Beach Bum. Beach Bum is shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that is a show, yeah. I'm, I couldn't even think of that. Yeah, Beach Bum is not good. I don't like Beach Bum. Um, but I love... Everything else that he's done. Pretty much everything yeah. else. I haven't seen Mr. Lonely, but I feel like I wouldn't like that either. That's got the, that's a Werner Herzog good one as well, isn't it? Um, no, that's that's Julian Donkey Boy. You should oh, watch Julian You yeah. should watch Julian Donkey Boy. Yeah. It's pretty good. Mm. It's very good, actually. Mr. Lonely, it has, that's the one about like Michael Jackson personages and stuff. Oh, what? Oh. It has like flying nuns in it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't think I like it, but mm. I've never seen it. Beach Bum, I watched it, and I was like, it was the first film that came out after I'd really gotten into him. Because like, before that, it was just Spring Breakers 2012. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like looking forward to it for like two years. And then I watched it. I rented in Vancouver, and I watched it at like 6 a.m. or something like that. <laughs> I was like, this is so shit. I was like, this is terrible. You, you, because you told me about me, like, oh, yeah, the director of Gummo. And I was like, oh, what was it like? You're like, I fucking hated it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't think I even finished it, to be honest. It was just like, I just, I just remember being shit. Yeah, Matthew McConaughey is the main guy in it. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's what made me think of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he's just like, he's just Matthew McConaughey in it. He's like, oh, hey, man. All right, all right, all, all right. right. <laughs> he gets all the girls. He's a beach bum, you know, he's got surfing and stuff. It's like, I'm not even sure what the, like the like the driving force of the plot is to be <laughs> honest, yeah. But hey, that's a shit film. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Nick Cage, like Nick Cage is also like that where he's in amazing films, but I think it's more like two thirds of his films are shit. Yeah, yeah. It's more, it's more like eighty <laughs> percent. Yeah, <laughs> it's really top heavy. Yeah, it's, a, yeah, it's literally like, like eighty, like seventy to eighty percent of Nick Cage films are fucking awful. Yeah, yeah. like Left Below and stuff like that. Oh like, god, yeah, yeah. He's just in it for the cash and a lot of them. But that's understandable. That's he's just he's just on the grind, you know. Yeah, he's just doing his thing. He's just grinding. Trying to get through his gambling addiction. Yeah, we've all been there. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll leave it at that. We'll leave it there. So, right, so next week we are going to be talking about Godzilla, Gojira, nineteen fifty-four. Um, back in the day. For, I don't know where the you just have to find this film. Like I thought this film was going to be a movie. It's not a movie. It's, it's not. not. It's not on YouTube. It's not on any of these fucking streaming sites. You're gonna set the fucking pirate it. <laughs> oh god, ah, be alright. Absolute bullshit that Godzilla isn't fucking wildly available. Sure, it's on YouTube. Like, maybe it is. Like, someone's uploaded for free. Maybe I yeah. don't know. That's that's a that is ridiculous. Yeah, but yeah, that's I can't wait for that. I've never yeah. seen this. I've never seen. I haven't. The only Godzilla film I've seen is the American 
is the two American remakes, the one with fucking yeah, Matthew Broderick, yeah. which is fucking so awful. bad, so bad. And Doesn't make any sense. Oh, it's so there's an egg. Bad. There's an egg. There's like raptors at the end of it. Yeah, he's he's just a dinosaur. He's just a big dinosaur. He's a big dinosaur. Yeah. And then the the Brian Cranston one. Yeah. 2014 one, whatever that one is. Which is pretty shit. But yeah. a great trailer. Great one, trailer. One of the best trailers. And trailers. Yeah, they're just killing me here with the trailers. <laughs> we, should do, we should do a list of our favorite trailers. Our favorite trailers. Yeah, just, just review trailers. Yeah, just review so. trailers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. See, every YouTube channels are dedicated to that stuff. Yeah, man, that's Where just they, Jeremy Johns now that's at this stage. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah, that's all he does. They just me. react to trailers. Yeah. Oh, oh man, it looks class. Whoa, I can literally do this myself. Yeah. <laughs> like watching the actual video. Oh, it's so sad. Fucking bollocks. Yeah. We, we should do that for our YouTube channel. Yeah. <laughs> we should just start Skyrocketing the numbers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll leave it at that anyway. Okay. Bye-bye. Right, bye-bye, everyone. See you.